creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. You steal the air out of my lungs, you make me feel it. I pray for everything we lost by back to secrets. Your head forever, son of one, don't take the money. Don't take the money. It's a week of Friday, May 5th. 2017, and it's the relevant podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Creating a site with Squarespace is simple and intuitive. You can add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. You can design a best-in-class online store even with their award-winning templates, customizable settings, and more, all without a single plugin. Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site even simple. If you sign up for a year, you'll receive a custom domain for free. And they have great customer support. You can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Hey, uh, like I said, I'm your host, Cameron. Here with me in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Cat Coffold. Good to see you, man. Over there on the ones and twos, our producer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And I am excited. As you guys know, we've been doing kind of a live with uh, Kathy Lee mm. sort of situation. Live with uh, Kelly, is that it? Where we have the rotating guests, <laughs> right. you know, all summer yeah. long. This the- week, our guest host joining us for the whole show is comedian John Christ. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> What's happening, man? John, <laughs> it's good to see you. Hey, it's great. You know the Squarespace, uh, their new motto is uh, Squarespace. What's my login? <laughs> That's actually my. I have a square. I was like, hey, what, how do I get into this thing? Every time. Right. Every time. Thank you God for that twenty four seven customer yeah. support. That you can't use unless you're logged in. They but literally it have like auto, you know, caller ID on it. Like John, oh, and they're like John again. What's my password? Uh, the uh, the uh, question is your the name of your first ex girlfriend. I was like, okay, we don't need to get into <laughs> right. that. I still I still love her, it's but I feel like I don't want to talk about her. It's ten thirty in the morning. Right. I don't need to be reminded. Why did yeah, I choose her right. password? Coming up on the show today, we have a great show in store for you. Um, not only is John here for the whole show, but uh, Antoinette Robertson joins us. She's one of the stars of Netflix's new series, Dear White People. I watched I owned the entire series this weekend. It's really good. It's being yeah. talked about quite I mean, a bit. It's written to you. Yeah. It's for you. Yeah, dear, dear very white Cameron, who's alone on a Friday night, <laughs> watch this. Do I qualify? Are you wearing denim? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Antoinette uh, Robertson's coming up later. And then after that, we have an, a very special segment. Uh, we are going to play you an excerpt of Shauna Nequist's premiere episode of her upcoming podcast that is launching this week on the Relevant Podcast Network. So we're just going to run, you know, it's a 45-minute conversation on the on the actual uh, first episode, and you're going to experience a few minutes of that. Um, I'm excited Can't for wait. you guys to hear Love it. Shauna. Yeah. yeah. John is uh, he's he's in town. He had a, sh- a couple shows here in Florida uh, last few nights, and so he is. We're excited that he came through today, and he's going to join us uh, for the show today. So, if you don't know John's comedy, he his stuff has been blowing up online lately. He's been doing stand up right uh, for, for years. Actually, I mean, they uh, a show put that in parentheses. I'm actually a tour guide at the Holy Land Experience. Oh man, yeah. It's, I mean, I, I work jokes in, but it's not like <laughs> right. am I a comedian? Not really, but <laughs> no. I, you know, yeah, no, it makes sense. Are you? Are you in costume in that gig? Does it require period dress? Well, the funny thing about remember when we do like the the Halloween, the you dress up as Bible characters, they're all the same. That's the problem with Bible. <laughs> Right. What are you, Moses or Jesus or right. Abraham? Generally, it's like you're wearing a big cape or whatever. Yeah. Or or a yeah. Rope. Yeah. With well, a rope Joseph, belt. Right. Joseph had the the dream coat. 
you know. Oh yeah, it was like a. Yeah. It's like a. He was the fancy. It's outfit. like a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you, got, you got that one prankster in the flesh colored like you know bodysuit <laughs> thing with the fig leaf. That yeah. guy doesn't last very long. Guy, he's no, backsliding. Him out. Yeah, he's he backslides for, he's for by sure. by junior year for yeah. sure. Yeah. Junior uh, year. The uh, the uh, some of the videos that have been maybe parroting Christian culture that John's been doing the last couple of years with uh, Aaron Tuning and yeah. others. Uh, Millennial International. That Love one was it. great. Mm-hmm. Commercial International one where you sponsor millennials. Uh, church Hunters, the recent ones, Church Hunters, yeah. those have been, those are my favorite. Those that are was, big, man. Me that and my mom overwhelming. got into a debate about our favorites. Oh, yeah. Church yeah. Hunters is my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's, she's, a, she likes more of the classic stylings of the John oh, Chris so catalog. She, yeah. yeah. She's, she's, you came on she's later and she's like, hey, I knew him way I'm back. I'm an OG. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, the thing with your sensibility in those videos is it's not parody as much as it is exactly like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. like, it, like it gives me chills. The, You're like, yeah. I saw one. I'm going to make it awkward and play a clip oh, of good. one of his videos while he's sitting here. He, but he there's one he tweeted it. this week. He, yeah. tw- uh, uh, he tweeted it out and I watched it and it, it literally was my mom. He, uh, it's the oh, yeah. video is a little, a minute long YouTube video. He just did walk around a mall and he called it the lady who has a Bible verse for every situation. Yeah. I'm going to play a clip. And <laughs> then this is little Cameron walking around the mall with his mom. Basically, yes. uh, here it is. Oh, I was going to go to Macy's, but Dillard's is having a sale. Man plans his steps, but the Lord directs his path. Look at these purses. Excuse me, this is fashion now? Lean not on your own understanding. Oh, no. Spencer's gifts? Mm Mm-mm, guard your heart. Finish line? Oh, yes, run the race I have set before you. 30% off all things work together for good. Oh, would you look at these here? Run and not grow weary, walk and not faint. Uh, no thank you. I don't need any skincare samples. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, there Starbucks, thank heaven, streams in the desert. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. it's going this is my mother. Yeah. I sent it to her. I sent this to her on Sunday night and she goes, I'll click that link later. I'm at his show. Yeah. My oh, mom snap. drove to Lakeland, Florida. An yeah. hour away because she's such a fan of John, and I'm like, I'm where a fan you, of John, dude. Where were you? I don't know. I'm I don't even kidding. know how she found out. Know, about you shouldn't it. probably go to Lakeland for any reason. Actually, <laughs> not, <laughs> not a lot happened there. <laughs> no, no, well, John Chris yeah. shows yeah. Yeah. packed out. Uh, listen to this: packed out a 1,400 seat theater. I mean, this Filled is like up, sold dude. it That's out. Exciting. Filled it up, man. It's it was huge. good. We got them going, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like my mom was like, "This is your." She's texting me the next morning. It was your crowd. I don't know why you weren't there. Like I'm like. I, I know all, it's my crowd. I like John. <laughs> right. This is not a you have him or I have him situation. And, and sometimes there's another. It's very thing competitive. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's like two things happening in the evening. You have to choose. Yeah. It wasn't a personal yeah. like. It was. It was a thought to my mother uh, or, like, or John. It was mm-hmm. like I was there, and then Cat Williams was there. It's like you choose. <laughs> like, we'll judge if you're Christian <laughs> right. or not, but it's up to you. You choose. Right. That's right. Yeah. Not up to us. Oh anyway. my gosh. Yeah. So I, 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 do yourself a favor and get into the internet wormhole that is watching John Chris right. videos. That's an evening that you'll yeah. you'll enjoy it's I, I always say because you say you say like the videos are too like cringeworthy sometimes yeah, yeah. everybody like aaron tuning we were talking he's like dude if you look at the comments my, you're the king of like dude i don't know whether to laugh or cry right at that's, this video yeah and that's that, exactly right. yeah. It, like is this and that's my that's like the my like so if you if we were talking about a joke is like you're leading people up to this a setup of a joke is leading people up to this cliff right and then the punchline is the other side. So if it's too easy, they just step over and there's no reward. But right. if it's too far, they jump and they don't make it over. Right, right. So like a lot of people in the Facebook comments don't make it over. They're like, 
someone was like, I can't believe you would choose a church based on these. I'm like, you know, no, on. I'm saying I'm agreeing with you. You know, right. we're, I'm, we're, this is called yeah. satire. Wait, this is so how, you read the comments? I don't, I mean, well, I do this thing on Snapchat where I roast, I put, I go into the character of the commenter. I'm like, oh, a, and it. it's like, uh, you can't I'm not on Snapchat because it's dirty. Yeah, that's it's the dirty, dirty social. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's dirty. why you are yeah, on Snapchat. Yeah. Don't, yeah, that, don't let anyone tell you it's not. It's for sure. Horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stiff. <laughs> I just I'm use... on it because I'm watching John Chris videos, yeah, no, mom. You're not. No, yeah, no, I use it for engagement. That's like those. <laughs> that's like those people who who do the uh, friend or follow because they want to f- see who unfollowed them. It's like, why would you ever do that? Uh, yeah, you're yeah. just gonna hate that yeah. person. Yeah, that's all. It's no good. Ignorance is bliss. I want to know. One of the things I learned very early on is never read the comments. Like it's people are crazy yeah youtube was the first to go and then facebook and then i I would still read like the problem is i was telling my sister last night if i read all those i have those voices in my head when i create my next yeah i think what's unique about your stuff is it's easy to make fun of christian culture yeah i mean yeah but i think the thing that's unique about your stuff is it's not cynical yeah and i i like that about you you know i like like we did, I had worked for, if you go on my, uh, you go on Buzzfeed, I, if you look at like John Chris, there's a couple of videos I made for Buzzfeed because mm. they, they were trying to get, make some Christian content, Muslim content, Jewish content, all this stuff. So they were like, who's the Christian guy that can do mm. funny stuff? And, but like a lot of the stuff I wrote it and produced it, and then I gave it to them to edit. And, and it, it kind of turned out like that kind of angry. Mm. I was like, yo, I'm still on the team, dude. I love Jesus. I'm not yeah. like, I'm not here to like, ro- I'm not like, you know, how everybody gets our age and their parents like love Joel Osteen and we're pissed at them. And I was like, especially in comedy, <laughs> right. I was like, dude, I'm I, I, like, I think that church hunters that think at the end of the day, people would be like, yeah, maybe we should not. Right. It was like, it was actually kind of a thoughtful, like, yeah, maybe we should not treat church. We're like, all kind of consumerizing our church. Oh, I get it. Well, maybe. Well, it's the same so. thing with yeah, your Christian music industry one. Yeah. Like it, oh, it was like gosh. playful, but it was like sharp critique. The, of be, the best that, line, I, yeah. your great comedy reveals something that you maybe haven't even realized. And, yeah. and, and oh, yeah. the, the best part of the Christian music one was totally. when you said more water references. And <laughs> all of a sudden I can't, I can't <laughs> unhear that when I listen to worship music now. <laughs> There's right. water everywhere. No, yeah. that video is like the end of the sixth sense when you realize you're like oh my gosh the pigeons weren't moving in the courtyard like yeah. everything <laughs> like, it all what yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i heard and it was like oh my gosh that's every single song it was really it's really yeah. impressive what's your background where'd you grow up i grew well my dad's a, i grew up in atlanta georgia my dad's oh. a, my dad was a pastor of the oh. atlanta vineyard oh so, so you grew up like in a, mecca okay. basically yeah, dude, come on i'm on this yeah. like vineyard yeah dude you really? know really yeah well i mean yeah i mean i know the vineyard stuff i mean i grew up you know, in the kind of charismatic world. Yeah, you're in it. Yeah, yeah, I'm in, yeah. But Dude, see, I, got, I would have thought Atlanta. You grew up kind of Southern Baptist bubble. Nah. Well, so my parents. Okay, so my parents were like Mennonite. Oh, and oh, they wow. like rebelled from like, like yeah. Amish. Like Mennonites rebel from Amish. Yeah, people. Vineyard is like the hippie. So he's like going all. He's like reading the book, and he's like, "Heal the sick, feed the poor. Let's do that." Wow. wow. So that was it. So he like, but then so then I like was homeschooled. My dad's a pastor. Went to mm-hmm. Christian high school. Graduated, went to Christian college. Which one? Sanford in uh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, Alabama. Yeah. Hold on. Did you do step sing? I did do step sing my freshman year. Not okay. going to brag about it. Every <laughs> single year, like everybody <laughs> at this school does this massive yeah. production and it basically shuts down the Me school. Me and John Acuff, dude. Yeah, we both went yeah, to Sanford. Tony Hale. Yeah, Tony Hale. <laughs> <laughs> he was in step sing. He was, he was in step sing. Yeah, okay. I went and then I went to, I graduated and uh, I don't like to talk about this publicly, but I went to, a, no, I did an internship at Focus on the Family. Wow. Yeah. You went hard, Mecca. You really? Also, wow. I've also worked at Chick-fil-A. What, 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 was, what was your role? What was the role of the internship? 
like a, um, I don't know, it was like passing out a pamphlets monger. or something like yeah. that. Fear monger. <laughs> Pass out fail- what, year, what year were you there? <laughs> were you Dobson or post Dobson? I was Dobson, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OG. I was Dobson style there. Do you like yeah. spend time with him? Uh, no, no, no. He's a. Uh, no, there's like a thousand. Yeah, two thousand people. Like, we, well, we had to, when you walk by, we had to just bow, but we I mean, was that time, <laughs> is that time with him? Like, who knows? I mean, let's be real. Right. It's kind of like devotional yeah. time. You know, yeah. right. I said, I always have a joke and people get mad at this. I was like, no one goes to like a Christian or church internship that has a plan in life. Right. Like no one's like, I'm, I'm, right. take, like, I'm taking a year off law school to go to like Bethel. Like, no, you have no plan. No, no. You have, I'm sorry if that's too no. personal for people, but no, you have no. no future. No, it's what have, I, what, have I, what have I known at this point? I've been to a lot of church. You, so. you go apply for a job in the real life and put, put like a would, church of the Highlands college on there. They'll walk you out to the front door <laughs> yeah, day right. one. Oh, that's great. great. Yeah, that's true. Right, right before I started working in church, I had worked in an office depot selling yeah. a computer for years. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually work. <laughs> that's real work. <laughs> right. The rest of this is just those Christian like internships. Like we get college credit for it. Get out of here. Dude. <laughs> you <got nothing. laughs> so, so you went, okay. Then Colorado Springs and then moved back yeah. to Atlanta. No, then I, I just stayed out there in Denver. Oh, and really? Then I live in Los Angeles now. Do you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, I, so I did, I went, that was another mech. Wow. Okay. So I Christian college or Christian high school, yep. like graduated 23 people, hardcore fundamentalist Baptist, mm. you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. like dancing, no dancing, that kind of thing. Yeah. Then I went to Oral Roberts university. Oh, in Tulsa. dude, you got me beat, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. That's yes. actually, then I went shocking. to Nashville for two years. Oh, I worked yeah, in the Christian it. industry. Yeah, you nailed it. Dude. Yeah, you gotta get to Nashville soon. Well, so, yeah, I got to get there. It's well, all you know, they, they, the like any comic like uh Louis CK or they who tell you, and I would tell anyone this, like, you need, right, like, uh, I did, uh, you know who Louis Anderson is? Yeah, yes. like yeah. Louis, yeah. older yeah. guy. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I used to open for him. He's the mom. and um, I love him. Basket. Baskets. Yeah. Baskets. Which is a great show. So he was like, he's grossly overweight and yeah. uh, not gross. Uh, like, gross is in, like, weight, not gross. No, 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 no in, like, like, it's actually, like a, met, like, a gross is like a. Right. Yeah, a okay. large uh, quantity <laughs> of weight. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he <laughs> so he comes out on stage and he's doing um, jokes about his parents being abusive, and he does jokes about his weight. Yeah. And people, we did the, we used to do meet and greets with him. This is when I was a young comic. People pay hundred dollars to do the meet and greet, and they would meet him and they would be crying, and they'd be like, "Dude, you have no idea what your comedy did for me. It helped. It it would it helped. It was therapeutic for me with my weight. And my yeah. parents were abusive." And so he would always come out and do jokes like, let me move this mic stand out of the way so you guys can see me. Yeah, <laughs> great joke. Hilarious, right. great joke, easy. So like, he told me, he's like, we need you to write about, write the jokes that only you can write, mm. right? So like these these Christian culture, subculture type things, like if you did a joke mm. about texting and driving or the differences between men and women, I could write that, anybody could write that joke. It's right. not, but he's like, write the ones that are only mm. you. So people are like, What's the deal? Are you like a Christian? Are you not? Who like? I'm like. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to write the jokes that only that only I can tell. That mm. you grew up in this bubble, kind of, but you're still on the team. Yet you're still a little bit. Yeah, this is a little bit ridiculous. Right. And that's why people. That's why Miss Strange would drive right. two hours because you're like, there's no other comic. This is the guy, right? right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, has living in LA changed that for you? I mean, that's like you don't you're not drawn from the well anymore for material. Yeah. Well, well they, there's a lot of material out there. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Judah's out there. I do. I do go to City Church, man. That's where, yeah. That's I love Judah. He's my buddy. The best, man. I can't, I can't be there sometimes because that's the only guy that's funnier than me. Yeah, I can't take this. Like it just kind of hurts. I'm like, why? 
He's he's better looking. He's smarter. Yeah. He's funnier. Your jeans are skinnier. Much more famous friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's got a beat on the famous friends. He probably knows phone, but like you just dropped Louis Anderson as sort of like your go-to for the interview. You've got Louis Anderson. He's got Justin Bieber and like Kevin Durant. Yeah. I mean, he's got KD now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still awesome, but I'm just saying. I'm rolling with like the dude from like Thousand Foot Crutch or something. Like that. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a band? I think it was. A- <laughs> right, right. You can get into any Mercy Me show like without even trying. Any, any of them, like because he knows their tour manager oh, really on, well. Guys, come on. You We're, know, I've sung. I can only opener. imagine it. Two funerals for my family at this Have point. You oh yeah, <laughs> no joke there. It's just a reality, dude. So, I got a just uh, a sad reality. I, I have a joke in my act about. Uh, Whenever you do, whenever you go to a wedding at a church, right? This, this is I shouldn't I should set this up, but we're already in your podcast, so it's too late. But yeah, like whatever you want to do. Whenever they're singing a song at a wedding, like in a church, like you never you don't know if the song is like about like heaven or the wedding night, right? It's like <laughs> I can only imagine, right? What? Like. Will I be able to speak at all? <laughs> what is he talking about? Right. Con- into window. Because contextually, yeah. we need to get out it's of here. Right? Surrounded by your glory. And, and he's just like it? not breaking eye contact with her. And and what are we Sorry, Jesse, go ahead, bro. I think what we got you off. No, I was going to say, um, I, be given that, that, that sort of angle, have, this is, we, we've had this conversation a couple of times. What's your take on, or have you watched like Pete Holmes crashing at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you hate him? No, I love Pete Holmes. Man. Yeah. He's a, well, I think the, the story that is a little tired is like comics struggling. Like, yeah. is that every show now? Because comics, we're like, well, let's just write the show about us struggling. Like, all comics are a disaster. Right. Personal life, everything right. is a disaster. It's just a known quantity. There's no way that you get L- on that stage without something. Yeah, beaten. listen to any podcast, any comedian. Right. This is the problem with being a Christian. We're like, right. you're supposed to have it together. We're like, yeah, but let me just claim comic first, so you guys can lower the bar about me, <laughs> right. so you don't think I'm that good of a person. Because right. like a comic, no one gets up on stage in front of 1,400 people. And say, I'm going to make these people laugh for 90 minutes unless something went wrong. Like deeply, <laughs> something went wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, you need but, some sort of affirmation that didn't yeah. come. Yeah. Like somebody else is fine with like you getting up and somebody goes, hey, that's a nice shirt. That's all the affirmation you need for the day. Not me, dude. No, no. I need 1,500 people to look at me for an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay, so what? And, and even still that not you, enough. And yeah, even yeah. that you drive along on, kind yeah. of in the void. <laughs> so what? what is that then? I mean, I mean, was that, is your mom and dad funny? I mean, like, or was it seeing? Uh, for me, it was probably, I was one of eight kids. Uh, Which were you in the lineup? I was third. Oh. Oh. So you're nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you're, pretty, like, you're not oldest. You're not youngest. Yeah, yeah. You're just like yeah. Well, I, we, notice I, like, me. Notice yeah, me. Yeah. I mean, 100 percent in like uh, therapy and like counseling I've gone to is mm-hmm. like um, like um, I a lot of mem- not to like put my parents out. I love them to death, but a lot of memories of like you know this is getting too serious. I'm supposed to be the hilarious co-host. Oh, man, again, no, you're the nature of the on the podcast. No, we're like fine. a lot of memories where like you know soccer practice is over at five and no one comes. Yeah. And, the coach is still there and he's like, Hey, where are your parents? He's like a 22 year old kid. He's got to go home to his whatever. And he's like, where are your parents? Still no one comes it's like yeah. every day. Mm. Yeah. And then again, it's dark outside and right. then I'm sitting on the corner like, like, and I got, I could, I get to be 20 stories like that. So the message that that sends a kid is like, we don't care about you. Right. You're not important. Right. So my therapist is like, yeah, obviously you're a comedian. Right. I'm like, Oh, 
Okay, yeah, but, right, but right. it makes you feel better about it, not like <laughs> right, right. if you understand why you're doing it, then right. you can, yeah. Are you afraid by going to therapy you're going to get fixed and then you won't be funny anymore? 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. right. you, you like, can't like, work it out on stage. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get too well can't. adjusted. Yeah. 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 I was like, I've got to I gotta be like, like a lot of my jokes, like the millennial joke is not a joke. Right. It's a legit anger right. about millennials that are, that like I got to, my you tell me I'm going to get up at four in the morning and drag three boxes of merch through the snow to the airport and get a layover to land to do a sound check and do a show to get back to my hotel room at one in the morning. And you're going to email me and tell me that you need money for your, you're a missionary and you wake up at 10 and like check Facebook for an hour and a half, have a cup of coffee with somebody and then act like that. Get uh, out right. of here, dude. I can't. Right. You right. gotta work out. I can't. That's, that's gonna be a problem for me. That's not, but that comes from, it comes from like the best. That's why I don't really like talking about my past jokes because I'm already like, I'm so, I used to, I had this Christian, uh, Christian girl Instagram where it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I post the perfect. I was yes. so mad at that that I made this video. And now when I see them, I just chuckle because I've already kind of exercised that deep. Yeah, I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> right. And so it's like, I, people are like, thanks for coming to Lakeland. I'm like, no, I needed you more than you needed me. Right. Like I'm dying. I, I, I see these <laughs> right. things on social media and I just, I got to tell somebody about this. I can't. Right. Yeah. But that's the interesting thing about, that's your ability that is not common because people can be funny, but you have a way of grabbing the, the thing right yeah. before it's in anyone else's consciousness so that when we hear you say it, it's like, yes, thank you. That why? is something I've never thought of, but have why? definitely yeah. thought of many times. We're I've been just, able to verbalize that. We're doing this thing with the, I was like, if anybody follows any like pastors on the internet, the celebrity pastors, I was mm-hmm. like, why are these pastors always calling their wives smoking hot? Oh man. Like, Do you talk about that? Yes. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. It's That's the most disturbing thing. Because I'm like, I say you're kind of putting us in a tough Dude, spot. We literally right. put that in the magazine. Good. Like, we're like, yeah. put this on blast. This is, this is not a good look. Because do you agree or disagree yeah. with her? Well, him, or what yeah, do you do? Can't, you can't say, nah, she's only about a six. Like, <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Right, it's kind of an eye of the beholder thing, man. But, yeah, so, so you're, you're worried about like the, the, the pastor's meeting that's like corrective. And it's like, you know, smoking hot, let's just be honest here. A little bit of a stretch. She's not unattractive. Yeah, I'm saying, or, or what, if, what does he go to the other way? Like, yeah, more pics of your wife, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the hard eyes. Yeah. Please DM ASAP. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do we just all need to all just do the hard eye emoji replies now from now on? That's it. Just everybody. Hard eyes. Wow. Well, well, yeah. Now you're creepy for agreeing. No, yeah. that's what we're yeah, going to do. What do you want to do? Or you do? say yeah. no. And it's like, why would you disparage my wife? Yeah. You're like, so you just got to sit there and look straight at him and. Just let like, him finish. I, yeah. just, all right. Say what you're gonna say, man. Yeah. Which you just yell out, "Where's your smoking hot wife? Woo! Bring her back out." <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, listen. You, oh, before man. we move on with the show, we we thought, okay. John Chris is getting a little big for his britches. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's come out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, he's the Christian culture parody expert guy. He's got his yeah. finger on the pulse of Christian culture like nobody else. We've been Bro. doing this for seventeen years. We're not a comedy publication. I'm just saying. How long have you been doing stand up? Well, I mean, I've been doing stand up since 2009, yeah. but I became like since October. Everybody knows who I am. Why? Literally October, October. The millennial video. Oh, really? My since gosh. October. The one that premiered at Catalyst? If we did Lakeland in September, there would have been 30 people there. I promise you. Seriously? This, all wow. became, this is all in the past like four months. Weird. Congratulations. I've been like... I've been so like, you're riding a new wave. I've been like e- emailing Jesse for like 
years trying to get on the podcast. He's like, no, no, Don't you ever. no, no, no. And then finally, I saw that millennial international thing. I heard you get some good smoking hot wife material. Why don't we get you on, man? <laughs> well, somebody said, you know, somebody uh, like messaged me the other day on, uh, on uh, Facebook or somebody goes, hey, dude, you're funny, man. You should try stand up. I'm like, what? what? So now people know me from those stupid videos, but I've been Doing right. for, oh, we're so, doing stand up. Right, I've been since dragging merch through the snow yeah, for quite a while. Most, most yeah, like yeah. overnight breakout sensations, like it's like you know a ten year overnight yeah, success. More than that, dude. You know? yeah. yeah, it's you got to put the. Right. Is there ever going to be anything that surfaces like old star search videos or something like that? Uh, that's just like, probably. did you ever do anything in like college that was just like, oh, oh yeah, that's going to come oh, yeah. up. Oh yeah, there's yeah, some. Yeah, sure. You're a top hat and cane. There's some coming up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a bunch of talent shows, Christian musicals. Yeah, that'll come back. Oh yeah. Were you ever in a Salty the Singing Songbook play? Because uh, I, I was. I, uh, you were in the play? I was, a, I was Rhythm. Where'd you get, where was Salty at? Salty was just the grown-up, and then, and then oh, I was so the kids. you the book. Was the actual book? Yeah, you wore the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Salty, like, was the grown-up in the play, and then the kids, I was oh, yeah. Rhythm. You were Rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Dude, John, cool I, I have a question, because I think I read that you, at one point, did voiceover work for Adventures in Odyssey. Come on, man. Why are you going to bring no that up, dude? Way you did. <laughs> no, Adventures you did in Odyssey? Yeah, I did, no, I did one. I was in one episode. Was when it when you were working at Focus yeah, on the Family? Yeah, yeah. And they were uh, like, uh, we need a... Like so it's a, the new Adventures in Odyssey. Okay. Yeah, it was like it was like new Mr. Whitaker. Okay, you know so it wasn't saying? like old school McGee like, and me yeah. era. <laughs> I was rolling up in there. I was like, yo, where's Connie at? Because I oh, got a crush on her. No. Yeah, smoking hot. Yeah, smoking hot. Man, Connie. Connie was smoking hot, though. Ooh, Connie. Yeah, yeah, Connie <laughs> She's married to somebody. Stop, yeah. dude. That, you know what's funny about all that stuff is like... Uh, like uh, the Mr. Whitaker character mm-hmm. or like the whoever, like these people are voiceover actors in LA. They're yeah. not Christian. They don't even probably know what these things are. So like uh, I did a video about a, a millennial marriage proposal. Mm-hmm. like I was proposing to this girl and then she was like, uh, I don't like that angle. Can you move around? And we did like a bunch of different, <laughs> a bunch of different takes it. And it was a stupid video, <laughs> but I was just with my, I was getting with my friend, Megan Batoon, who's a, like a, a YouTuber in LA. I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey, can you just like play this character? You'd be great at it. It'd be funny. Mm-hmm. We got good chemistry. And then everybody's like, I follow her on social media and I saw her wearing a Barack Obama shirt. I was like, well, she's not on, she's not yeah. on our. You're like, Andy was a great president with great politics. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> she's just, I was like, she like, like, uh, but it does like, uh, in the, uh, like the God's not dead. Like all the leads have to be, yeah, they have to be Christian cause yeah. they're going to go out and sell the movie. So like Kevin Sorbo, yeah. you can't have, you got to have someone on the team to, Act in the movie. Otherwise, it's like what, like the key grip yeah. has to. Like, Kevin what Sorbo, you go to? Kevin <laughs> Sorbo is like deep cut Christian. Yeah, he's in. He's yeah. on. No, the like, team. I, yeah. Whenever we have the little staff birthday parties and stuff like that, we always read a, a passage from the Kevin Sorbo book Bible. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. you guys ever yeah. hear the show Boz? <laughs> well, it was Focus on the Family. It was Boz. Boz it was like okay. a Barney ripoff. Yeah. made by Focus on the Family. Yeah, my girls love it, and I was like, man, I'm going to find the guy that does the voice of Boz. And get him to call even Lucy because it was like worth it. This guy. Why would anyone have that idea? Because I love my children. <laughs> you, I'm you like know. an incredible father. <laughs> he picks up his kids from practice. I like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so when, you, when you when you got up with Boz, can you tell that he was like chain smoking and just like? No, no. Boz is living. Oh, the guy man, that does the voice hilarious. of Boz lives in Houston. Yeah. He is the knight in uh, what's the medieval Blue times? Medieval times yeah, and has yeah. a blog that pretty much rails against. Yeah. Oh, Christianity. Yeah. Oh. And is the voice of Boz. Right. I was like, well, I but, the, but are we, are we saying we should be okay with that? Right. 
He's the man's just trying to work. Yeah, but you like we we all build him up to be like this guy that's on. Like I wonder about Dean Cain. Is he on the team? I don't know. Because he's good question. Can somebody look that up? He's smoking. I mean, smoking. (laughs) Right. I mean, look behind you. This guy left behind. Yeah. Right. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We know he has a pyramid. uh, He has a a pyramid like a. Not tomb. like a coffin, but a tomb. Yeah. For when he dies, he will be Nine buried foot tall in this marble coffin in New Orleans. That's fantastic. Like weird Illuminati stuff. Actually, in I'm New thinking about going to his side if that's yeah. the truth. Right. Yeah. 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 He was left behind, and that saved me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did save me. I you. love that movie. All right. So, so back to he's a little big on his, in his britches. Oh yeah. There's like everybody thinks like he's like the preeminent expert on Christian culture now. Yeah. I so mean, be the we guy. thought we would put that to the test. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna like bring me down a little. No, bit. No, no, like, no, oh, well, no. Maybe you'll bring yourself down. Like, maybe you're gonna be exposed yeah. because we insecure have, enough. We don't need yeah, to be I hammered. Yeah, I like okay. We have a Christian <laughs> culture test just to see oh, how geez. deep cut OG he is. Let's see. Oh, this makes me nervous. Jesse, have are, are you ready to? Uh, I'm ready. I'm right. ready. Jesse is going to ask you some questions, and we're gonna see. Are they multiple choice? Uh, several of them are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to start Jesse. you off with a softball. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is the tit Christian T-shirt round. Okay, oh, Christian T-shirt round. Right we're going to yeah. e- ease into this. Okay, so this is a softball. Just got to get you warmed up. What here. if I knew nothing? Oh, oh, then, then, what then, then we do? <laughs> then we. Just, this is why we edit the podcast. <laughs> Either way, we embarrass you, and I believe that might be co-host <laughs> for the week. John Chris, it's twelve minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the rest of the episode? Well, it's just like a quick cut. No, you saying my parents didn't pick yeah, me up? Yeah, we're just gonna stop it there. John, thanks for being on the show, man. Like slow music <laughs> is just gonna come up, and then the outro, and then we're done. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right John. What did the famous Abercrombie and Fitch Christian parody T-shirt? Fitch. You're gonna be fine. You're going to be fine, Jeff. Yeah, you're going to be fine. You're one for one. Okay. This is a little bit harder. Like I said, I'm easing you into this thing, man. The, the t-shirt that said, catch up with Jesus, and had a bottle of ketchup on it, yeah. also included what slogan? Bless well, from my head to my toes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have this shirt, but I can't remember what. Yeah. Pass it on, exclamation point, or don't be left behinds. Oh, Ooh, it was for sure a oh, yeah. bless from head to make toes is correct. Yeah, you are two for two, my oh, man, friend. All right. Now it's time for the Christian direct to video round. Oh, I don't Christian know. Christian direct to video. I, I didn't round. have TV growing up, but I'll try. Really? Oh, is that no the midnight or, era yeah, or the vineyard era? No TV in the in the house growing up. Really? Wow. Yeah. Were you allowed to see movies and stuff? Uh, well, my brother snuck in a Weezer CD in a Michael W. Smith case. So it wasn't just like hide it in the backpack. We had to put it in a different case. That's a a Christian case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on. It's a good brother. Yeah. Okay. Well, he had to rely on his brother because the parents would forget about him. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing about these jokes is that's a a comic love lives for this. Right. For like like sick dark humor. Where's the little like (laughs) like this camera? You don't know me, but to make to have the confidence to make a joke like that after meeting me for five minutes, I I love this guy. Let's find the deep core thing and just play with that. There's nothing. There's nothing that if you can. Mark Lowry, you know who Mark Lowry is. Yeah, of course, okay. your hero, my hero. Yeah, <laughs> I was hanging out with him, and he told me a story. He told me about uh, this is how uh, this is the brain of a comic, right? So his he was in the hospital when his mom died. Mm-hmm. His mom died. Him and his dad were there, and his mom died. And right before she died, she goes, "This is a true story. I think I see lights." And that was the last thing she said before she died. And so they was all sad. Everybody's crying. They get back to the car. His dad gets in the car. He gets in the car. His dad goes, "Man, that was crazy." Mom said, "I think I see lights," and Mark says. You think it was flames? 
Oh, <laughs> hilarious, dude. Dude. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I will never tell a better time joke in my life. Because hilarious. Too soon doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Not for a comic. No, no, no. Oh, but a com- <laughs> for, someone, for someone with a soul. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah maybe probably too soon. But generally, right. isn't that like that? You think That's that was? Great. You think that? How therapeutic was oh. that for his dad? All right, oh, we're in the direct to video yeah. Christian movie round. Okay, yeah. Now it's gonna. I, I feel like we, we 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 set you up. You know, you're warmed up. You're two for two All at this point. Good. Okay. This is a direct to video round. Which of these terrible things uh, did Nick uh, not do in an episode of McGee and Me? Okay. So all of these were terrible things he did. Except uh, was he complicit in the vandalization of an elderly Native American man's home? Did he sneak into a film called Night of the Blood Freaks Part Four? Did he inadvertently start a massive wildfire and blame it on an orphan? Or did he become an arrogant jerk after winning a game show? He did three of those things. He did not do one. Which one is it? Well, I think it was the movie, but I'm pretty sure it was part three. That's the only. No, no I'm just it, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> what's the What's the name of the movie again? Uh, Night of the Blood Freaks Part Four. Okay, I know he did the last one, and I know he did the second to last one. That you have any of it in your head is What's really the first one again. The the first one is that he is complicit in the vandalization of an elderly yeah, Native that. American yeah, man. That was, a, that was a moving episode. That's a very special one, yeah. episode. What's everybody's traumatized by? What when the a tree branch came through the house? Remember that one? I remember the elderly Native American man is holding like a rabbit the whole yeah, time. Right. That also looks very sad. Oh, that's the same as like in in Home Alone when he's uh, like the, the guy. That's in the right. tree is scary. Yeah, the scary neighbor. Uh, I'm not confident in this. I'm gonna like if I could like. Uh, Phone a friend, somebody over at Focus on the Family. That I'm going to say B. Uh, the correct answer is he inadvertent. The one where he inadvertently started a massive wildfire and blamed it on an orphan. He did okay, not he didn't do, do that. that. I should have known that yeah. orphan. Yeah, yeah the orphan, been, the yeah. little orphan. Pick. <laughs> should, yeah, yeah, right. Because uh, yeah. right, the wildfire storyline was clearly happened. Clearly, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. But you're not going to bring orphans into it. And the, yeah, and the, uh, the skateboarding rude. down the hill. The uh, which one was that? The that, skateboard oh, race. Yeah, I actually was doing my expectations. Skate expectations. Yeah, it was called skate expectations. That's the one where the title comes first. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's back to the story. This next question. About Bible Man and Bible okay. Man. All right, yeah. take it away, Jesse. Okay, oh, wasn't the, that the guy from uh, uh, yeah, Charles in Charge? He should yeah. be a Christian. Bible Man, you're playing he that is, character. The char- he he's is. the Charles okay. in Charge okay. guy. Okay. Yeah, good, I good, think good. he's got no, some Scott issues, Bayo. but but you know, who am I to judge? He okay. had a lot of issues. He yeah. like uh, very serious <laughs> issues, and then kind of came back to the Lord, and then went away and had the issues again, and Whoa. then came back to and the Lord. He hasn't been seen in the last eight years. No one. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? Just forgive him for that? <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I'd dude. still let him put on a robot oh, I mean, suit and be on. Bible man. I don't need my and, Bible and man. Leave messages me. for your children. Yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. All right. Which of the following was not an actual villain on the show Bible man? All of these were, <laughs> except for one. <laughs> Dr. Decepto. Oh, it's oh, like Dr. Okay. Blacker. It's a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> Professor Stumbling Block. Oh, God, oh that's got to be fake. R- Rapscallion P. Sinister. <laughs> are these all fake? <laughs> no. The, so four out of the five are real. One is not. Keep the going, Fibbler, four. who is like the Riddler that tells lies. The Fibbler. <laughs> the and then uh, that uh, sounds uh, like a... one that's called Too Cool for School. But you should know the that it's The spelling is the digit two K- and then K-U-L. Too Cool oh, yeah. for the digit four, then S-K-U-L. 
There was always one cool one, wasn't there, in all those shows? Yeah. A little edgy. Yeah. Like in Pound Puppies, there was the one guy that had like the cool jacket on. <laughs> Do you remember? Cool for school, with it. he's got a pop collar and sunglasses oh, yeah. inside. He's a rebel. He's a rebel. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go yeah. with B. Professor Stumblingblock is correct. Not a true one. Not a true one. Oh, That's right. Is, so you, you're three for four right now, John. Well, the, fir- the first one, if I would have thought about it, I would have had more time. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, the next I mean, one is... Also, I don't even know if I want to be good at this game. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, because I haven't yeah. done many of these. <laughs> I was like, I win. Wait, but do I? Your, your career is predicated on the fact that you're great at it, but yeah. I just wish for you you'd had a better life. <laughs> like, no TV, to, but he yeah, knows about McGee I like how somebody, somebody on that uh, Bible characters video... Ask like so? Are you like really a Christian, or you just make? You think I would just make all that yeah. up if yeah. I wasn't? <laughs> yeah, I guess like some of you know a, this. Like passages just from the Quran. Like you have to be a Muslim to. Yeah. Yeah. Also, how would you know that those are the popular ones? <laughs> right. You know right, what I'm yeah. saying? Because it just uh, seems like it would take more work. It right. would take a it's more lifetime. work to cheat than to just learn the material. T- like I, I had a uh, a show at a comedy club, and but it was like a secular club. Yeah. Well, I do a lot of those, I but like, I mean, I'm, I mean, is it because Christian comedy clubs aren't funny? Well, there is no Christian comedy clubs. Oh, that's what's, good. What's good they just for use me, the church lobby or the fellowship hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good for me is like the Polk Theater in Lakeland because yeah. like it's a neutral. Yeah. It's not a church. People like my mom feel fine yeah, there, there, but also there. a 25-year-old could go there. Yeah, yeah. everybody can because like if you go like if, if there was like a bingo night, right. but it was at like a mosque, you're not going. Because <laughs> people, church people the think bingo? if they do like morally neutral things in church, people are no, they're not coming. Right. right. So if you do that like a, a funny line, you have to walk. Yeah. Isn't if it? you do a Bible, like even if you have a, a, a basketball league at a church, if they're not church people, they don't go to church. Think they're going to be struck dead if they come into church. Right. And they're like funny. normal. Like so, if there was like a bingo night or like a like cross stitching, but it's at like a uh, like a synagogue. Right. Mm-hmm. Your mom's not going. Well, you can't do it at synagogue because it's cross. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Get out. Yeah. Oh, well yeah. done. Yeah. 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 But people think it, like. I'm like people constantly like trying to book me. We want to do like an outreach, like, <laughs> like we're doing. I was like, where is it going to be at? Like our church. All right. Well, no one's. Yeah. Not, they're not. Community's not coming. There. No one's coming. Yeah. Unless you have a bouncy castle in the parking lot. Right. Yeah. Community's and, not coming. The nature yeah, of like comedy. a harvest party yeah. or a yeah. Holy Ghost weenie roast. I get on board. Where you come that. up. Yeah. All right. So I did uh, at the at the Polk Theater. They had this got this opener. I didn't. Know, I wasn't in charge of the show. They just mm-hmm. hired. So they the opener was a guy that did. He's like a comedian. Mm-hmm. And then he's he, doing air quotes oh, right no, now. Says, nah, guys, this is on, not no, medium. No, no, I respect all my brothers. <laughs> all right, so that he then he did this. Uh, he he did this comedy, and then he did like a ten minute like orphan pitch. Oh, and then he passed around buckets. Oh, come on! And I go, don't do the. And then he did a slideshow. Oh and he goes, no! He goes, you guys are out. And so you, he's like, if everyone gives one dot, like this thing, right? And so I can't. Like, Wait, right before on, you come on? Right before I came out. And I have, they didn't, I have a responsibility to those 1,400 people that paid to see me. So they, they know me. And I go, nothing like being guilted in something you didn't even know existed five minutes ago. <laughs> oh. I was like, you're out there eating the popcorn. These kids don't even have food. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then I was like, what we're going to do is we're going to pass around the buckets. Everybody get their money back out of there. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that. That's what? I, that's what I said. Okay, so how did the church promoters handle that? Or well, that's, not, not sh- that's none of my show. business. <laughs> right. My responsibility is not to the venue, to the promoter, to the other comics. My yeah, my responsibility is to, to the lady that drove five hours to come see me. I cannot let that yeah. Everybody's like in the back of their minds, like Chris is going to hammer this when he comes yeah, out. You guys, I have to. You have yeah, to. that's yeah. right. Wow. What's the best show you've ever done? Who's like your favorite person you've ever performed with? Uh, uh, the I've always said whenever I watch a comic, I always get 
inspired. I'm like, oh, maybe one day I could mm-hmm. be, oh, he's, you he got the crowd. I could, like, but when I open, when I work with Chappelle, I get so depressed because, like, I could never do that. I'll he, never be able to do that. His yeah. com- his latest, like, Netflix series was beyond any, I've never seen anything never like that. His opener of SNL yeah. after the election oh, was one of the most powerful but moments real, of comedy. Real. Yeah. But yeah, even yeah, Louis yeah. C.K., I feel like there's a, he's brilliant, but yeah. there is a, a code to it like you sort of understand like, like, uh, like i a, could see yeah. get i could see that groove i still I can't where he's do going. it yeah, yeah dave chappelle is like a whole well, we, different I, I worked with him but we did like seven shows in a row at like at my home comedy club in denver and everyone was different oh wow like you come to my show thursday and friday there'll be differences and new right. things added but for the most part there's some now, high notes that you're over the good. course of a year and a half it will be a new show right but oh this guy dude I was like, I can't, I can't. Is he cool? I can't be here anymore. Yeah, he's the man. He does, he, he's the only guy that smokes. He'll come down there in the and smoke and just like take the fine. He's like, I don't care. I'm smoking inside. He'll go to a restaurant and smoke <laughs> in there. He's like, I'm Dave Chappelle, dude. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. the cost see, of doing business. So I turned down sixteen million dollars from Comedy Central. What are you gonna do? Give me a three hundred dollar fine for smoking inside? He doesn't care, dude. He's the man. The the you talk about Chappelle in a way that he. I mean, like in his new special, he talked about Kevin Hart. You know, like yeah. and his kids yeah. and how his kids yeah. and Kevin's playing arenas and yeah. all the stuff, and he's just kind of like, I. Pfft, yeah, I like, well, yeah. there you go. Like, I can't do that. You can't know. do it. Man. That's crazy. Which is, that's, that's a true comic where you like, so I was in Salt Lake City and I had sold out the comedy club there, which is like, but then like Jim Gaffigan was where the jazz play next door for like 13,000. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Did but, he really, he sold out yeah, 13,000? Yeah. Because I, I see Gaffigan when he comes through, it's like 2,000, 2,500. Like, he'll, he'll do multiple nights. Whatever the, like, or, or, the, or the magic play, but yeah. cut in half for the, the how much is, how yeah. many is that? Uh, well, yeah, it'd be yeah, 20,000 20, for basketball. So, yeah. it'd be 10, like eight, eight to 10. Yeah. Okay. Still, yeah. man, those Salt Lake City people like their white comics. But that's it. Yeah. Well, well, those clean do. comics. That's why I heard like Brian Regan kills in Salt Lake City. He crushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were, so that would be like you, like your magazine is like, T- but you, instead of comparing yourself to all the other terrible magazines below you, you compare yourself to the one above you and then feel bad. <laughs> that's how we, right, right, that's right. how we, that's the math we do in our head. Yeah. Like always. there's a gajillion open micers and bloggers and yeah, everyone right. else that doesn't have anything. Yeah. And you were like, oh man, I wish we were Cosmo. You probably don't think that. Or I don't know who you are. Yeah, I really, that's primarily my thought when I lay in bed at night. I wish, I wish we were more like Cosmo. Yeah. It's really, we need to do more things that, is it talking about heaven or is it talking about sex? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> one of the yeah. two. I can't tell. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Next, next question. Which uh, okay, I'm gonna ask this one. Which of the following actors has not starred in a Christian apocalypse movie? Oh, Which of the following one. actors not starred in a Christian apocalypse movie? Gary Busey, okay. Billy Zane, Howie Mandel, or Mr. T? Oh. Okay, I know one and two have. No, one and four have. Yeah, I don't know who the second person is. Billy Zane was the bald guy from Titanic. Yeah, the real, the bad guy, the bad guy from Titanic. And then, I don't think. I mean, now you was understand. he bald in Titanic or did he go bald? Yeah, no, he, he was, went bald. Billy after Titanic. Yeah, he had hair. He's very giant. Yeah. I'm yeah. not confident in this, but I'm going to go Howie Mandel. Billy Zane, actually. Really? Howie Mandel Howie did start. Otherwise, Billy Zane wouldn't have been in there. Yeah, that's <laughs> stupid. Why would it, yeah. Billy, you know, it makes sense though, because Howie Mandel had some quiet years between uh, whatever that cartoon was. Right. And then he so the show he's on years. now. He had some Bible man years, we call yeah. it. Yeah. 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 He kind of went away. For the a while. Curious, yeah. The curious thing about that is like Gary Busey and Howie Mandel, they were actually in the same apocalypse movie. Yeah, which yeah, actually yeah, like yeah, yeah. really makes me want is to the see apocalypse. That movie. Wait, exactly. which was that one? What was the first the first one when we were kids? That tribulation. One, that oh, that you're thinking of Thief in the Night. 
That was for no, sure. No, Thief of the Night was predated even me. I mean, that was like in the early 70s. But they yeah, showed it for the next two decades. Yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah. like youth group. And yeah, you're like traumatized. All right, we have a lightning round. Is this a Christian heavy metal album or actual Left Behind book subtitle? <laughs> Christian heavy metal album or actual Left Behind book this subtitle? This one's almost impossible. Here we go. No multiple choice. You just have to say it's one or the yes other. Yes or no. Oh, okay. The Cosmic Battle of the Ages. That's a, uh, that's left behind. Left behind. The beast takes possession. Left behind. Left behind. <laughs> Scrolls of the Megaloth. That's uh, metal music. It's an album from the band Mortification. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Dude. Uh, the Destroyer is Unleashed. Oh, man. Left behind? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Embrace the Eternal. Uh, metal. Album from the band Embodiment. Come That's on, right. Dude. Good job, dude. Man. And the two more. Uh, As the World Bleeds. Uh, that is metal. Album from it Theocracy. And uh, last one, On the Brink of Armageddon. Uh, uh, left Behind. Left Behind. He was flawed. John, I'm wow. embarrassed that you got left those, behind. <laughs> no. Oh, man, they're awesome. That's amazing. That that's, should be, that that should be the incredible. teaser for they, the podcast. That's that 10 okay, seconds right, right there. All right, all right. If you grew up in Christian culture, and you clearly did, and you went into the Christian bookstore, there was always a poster in the music section. Oh, no. Um, oh, you know, yeah. where there was you know, yeah. a saying if, if for the parents, if you're if your kid that you're scared of or like you know Nirvana. drifting like Nirvana buy them this Super right okay so there's a oh, book okay. called I got, it. I got it there's a book called I don't listen to the lyrics and it contains a handy chart of Christian alternatives to secular artists and, and so they you know, made a book of, of these okay. charts oh yeah I so what big. we're gonna do is we're gonna name the secular artist and okay. you have three seconds to guess the Christian alternative <laughs> that was on these actual posters okay so okay. not who I think who I think the poster thinks yeah, that's exactly okay, right, right. Yeah. all right Wait, secular they, artist don't, don't be funny I like how you leave it up to like a 50 year old guy to like he He's choosing because kids can't choose. Like yeah. uh, the guy have been focused on the family. Right. Yeah. Cubicle. Right, yeah. He's, he's choosing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's that right, guy. It's that Phil guy. Collins. Oh, who's Christian Phil Collins? Yeah. Oh. Uh, if you if you like Phil Collins, check out Stephen Curtis Chapman. Stephen Curtis Chapman, unbelievable! Because you were gonna go Mike Smith, weren't yeah, you? I was gonna go Mike but Smith, he's a little too young and cool at that time. Oh my gosh! I knew. Okay, here we go. Backstreet Boys. Oh man. Oh come on, you're on. You got it gotta be a boy band it's gotta be a boy band Christian boy. Yeah. I mean I would think it would be a Christian boy think, band think around that same era yeah. Yeah. plus one plus one <laughs> unbelievable this is yeah. actually unbelievable. unbelievable I am like shocked right now <laughs> See, right, the right, plus, right, the right, plus right. one is God do you understand everybody's here plus one yeah, yeah. in so, the flames so they can have as many people as they want in the band there's three but I think there's four right there's an empty microphone over there Wilson Phillips I don't even know who that is oh um yeah, it's, it's like a girl, tri- a female trio that did. Um, uh, well, uh, and the bridesmaids movie, yeah. they sang it at the end. One more day, and then, oh, yeah. the Christian equivalent. To yes, this? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, three, somebody's three gonna three turn around and say goodbye. Not out of Eden. No, that's that's <laughs> oh, Herman. That's R and B. Point of Grace. Oh, Point of Grace. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a great. You're, yeah. you're still doing better than I thought you would. <laughs> the cranberries. Oh jeez. Um, okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Now this Think one might be era. hard. I got it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're Christian. Sixpence. Sixpence. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I was saying during that time, sixpence. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. you're looking at the chart. We're both looking at the chart right now. How dumbfounded are you right now? I, I can't believe it. And I, he even threw in there. I don't know if they're Christian. Yeah. Because that was the that debate. Was the problem. About Kiss that. me. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Was, there, yeah. was that about heaven or the wedding? Yeah. 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 So what? The universe. So yeah. kiss me. Yeah. You're oh. out of creation fest. You don't right. get to <laughs> right. yeah. You'll rock. No what. universe. Uh, do not 
listen to them, children. You're yeah. not allowed to be kissing right now. No, we had a, the uh, Five Iron Frenzy. Oh, they yeah. had a tear in my beer, and that's when we those the Five Iron Frenzy CDs were out, out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beer. That's it. Yeah. They were the best. Uh, here we go. Uh, Foo Fighters. Oh. Alternative. Who's the Christian Foo Who's Fighters? The, yeah, who, rock band. Well, it can't be like a Skillet. That's too new. Uh, too too yeah, edgy. Right. But but before that, yeah. I mean, but it can't be like MXPX Goatee Hook because no, no, that was that's too, too far. edgy. Too punk rock. Yeah. Too far yeah. the other Foo way. Foo Fighters. Could it be Christian kind of, Foo Fighters? Yep. Reliant K. Pretty big name. Yeah. Pretty no, big, okay, Reliant pretty, K is pretty, not the same. Different era. Still, a, no, still around. Era. Here's a hint. Still around. Different lineup. They keep rotating. I mean, not newsboys. No, uh, yeah. audio adrenaline. Oh, audio adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Audio adrenaline still around? I think Kevin Max sang lead yeah, for them. He did. I yeah. saw Phil. Uh, Phil Joel. Yeah. You know the long hair oh, guy with the yeah. guitar. I saw yeah. him in the Nashville airport. He's like, dude, are you that guy? I'm like, yeah. He's like, are so. you that guy? He said, he's like, I was like, I was like, dude, I used to, your music changed my life, dude. I, I used to go, well, not really, but I went into the bathroom and got a bunch of toilet paper rolls and I threw them. Up on stage, I was like uh, the most like dangerous thing I'd ever done at the time. But <laughs> it was out of control, dude. The audio adrenaline concert. I was like ten. I lost my mind. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> was that the one where they would do the drummer and it would like lift yeah. up on the no, spin around? That was news 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 boys. That was yeah. News yeah. The revolving yeah. door. Yeah. Uh, counting crows. <laughs> counting crows. Oh jeez. Oh, so- the alt- songwriter. Songwriter. Yeah. Same era. Kind of folky, acoustic Late nineties. Cademan's uh, Call. Cademan's oh, Call. Cademan's Call. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Third yeah, Eye Blind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can't, no, obviously not, I was going to say Third Day, but that's the too, uh, too easy. Ooh, I don't know that. This one's a little deeper cut. Uh, Sonic yeah, Flood. This is a deep Sonic cut. Flood. Okay. Sonic Flood. No, okay. You have to, like, when we were making that video about the, all the Christian music, mm-hmm. we had a, we had this joke about, we're going to send you on tour with, with Duck Dynasty and build, Building 429. It's going to be called the, the Hack and Quack Tour. <laughs> but we took, it, we took it out because I was like, no, we, they, they, no one knows who Building 429 is. <laughs> like, so you have to be big enough to be, yeah, right. which is what yeah. I've always said about all, the, all those bands. Every single one of them either texted one of us or commented that somehow through their managers are like, dude, this video is hilarious. Oh, good. They liked it. Everybody oh, yeah. loved it because they, they understand what, they I get would their say most. I mean, knowing these guys, most of them are like in the world yet not yeah, of it. Dude, of course, they dude. get they get that it's absurd. Yeah, so they were like, "We love this, but we can't say it." But we think right this is when it came out, like or when I saw it last year, uh, and it was like the trajectory. You're going to do this, and then you'll do a Christmas album, and then you'll do whatever. Yeah. Like the next week, Lauren Daigle was in our studio, <laughs> and she was like, "What do you? What's your next project coming out?" She's like, "Well, I have a Christmas album coming out this fall." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Oh." Oh, poor but, Lauren But Daigle. then it's like hard because it's like what do you either have to? play the game or yeah. don't pay their mortgage. Yeah, yeah. so like, I'm like, I, I always run into like at all those conferences and stuff like that, I see everybody, right? Yeah. So I'm in the green rooms with, and I'm like, like you meet, like as much as you roast the guys like Mercy Me, like you met him, you're like, oh, dude, he's got two kids in college. He and gets it. Yeah. He get, right. Okay. We're I'm all not, just doing the yeah. thing. Uh, Matchbox 20. The edgy Matchbox 20, the Christian alternative would be. Yeah, remember, they got that kind of southern grittiness to it. Oh, it's got to be third day. That's third day, third 100%. Day. Okay, yeah, third day. NWA. Yeah. What? Oh, oh man. man. Well, you don't want your children listening to NWA, yeah, so you I mean, buy it, them. Be, Easy talk? No. The Gospel Gangsta's album. Of oh, course. Yeah. With the E-R or the A at the end? Uh, e- oh, uh, T-A-Z. Gangsta's. Yeah. Oh, with the Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had, I we had all those albums. Yeah, what a terrible thing. Their, their imagery was very violent gang imagery, but you were fighting and bucking demons, yeah. not well, other gang fine. members. It, it was literally like, I'm going to take my switchblade and, and cut the throat 
yeah. of a demon. Of a demon. Yeah. Do you yeah, think, let me hilarious. Ask, let me ask you this. I wonder if the other exists. So if somebody says, do you like this music? Which secular? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, right, we right. know you're not Christian I'm really anymore. Into Lauren Daigle. Oh, oh, who do you, you like? Should, yeah, you, oh. should, like, you should go to like, if you like a Francesca Battistelli, you should go to Katy Perry. Like, <laughs> yeah. really, like, a, <laughs> right. I like it. Yeah, right. right. Would you go the yeah, other the way? backslidden list. Sadly, Relevant would be the one to publish that. The whole premise, the whole premise of this is what I, is what I hate because really the, the, all the Christian t-shirts are like, here's the popular one for let's make it right. Okay. Right. For you. Let's, right. let's yeah. change it for us. Like, right. why don't we, it was just, okay to why, begin with. why don't we just, or just, why don't we just not make terrible stuff or what? Right. Why? And then, yeah. Who wants or to wear an NWA shirt anyway? It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was an incredible album. If you like NWA, just listen to that. And then right. but uh, like, be like a discerning, <laughs> discerning person. person. You know, and yeah. also maybe like the gangsters. Yeah. You can like both. That's why people are like obsessed on my, like, like if you think about that Christian music video or the church hunters, everybody constantly is coming into my like messages. Like, so are you a Christian or not? Because you guys get it. Cause you yeah, grew up with like, right. so if yeah. I'm not a Christian and right. I roast the Christian music, that's very offensive right? because it's yeah. attacking. But right. if I am right, that's the funniest thing you ever seen. Right. So yeah. everybody's right. like, hey, right. are you, they can't, they can't manage heads or tails of it. It doesn't yeah. fit into any framework. Yeah, they, they, they're like, well, they and plus they're like, I, am I allowed to laugh at this? Like, is or this not. guy on our team or yeah. So that's like the joke. Is he of, laughing at us or with us? That's the, the joke question. about the, the comedy is like, a if it's jumping over a cliff to get the other side, if I'm, if I go into the comments and answer all that, that's me building a bridge to help them. Yeah. If yeah. they're not over it, yeah. leave them. Yeah. Right. You don't leave want that audience. If yeah. they don't get what's happening here, right. don't try to explain it to them. Be like, right. let's have a sit down with Kate. What is he about? Just, do you enjoy it or not? Is it funny or not? Or is it, right. or, but so like the people that don't get it, make it better for the people that do. <laughs> so I don't ever shame the, like the people like, I can't believe you call yourself a Christian. The people that do get it yeah. are like, it, it, it's more rewarding. Yeah. So I don't want to build a bridge to help everyone get over. Right. Right. Cause we did a, a we're doing, uh, we got a video coming out next week. It's me and uh, a girl and we're, um, we're mission or missionaries to the scuba instructors of Aruba, and we need ten grand. We're trying to raise ten grand a month, <laughs> and it's like a it's like a legit like a like I just love like everywhere I go, we just wear WWJD bracelets. We're having a big impact down yeah, here. Yeah, like I don't really witness. It's just not God's timing. But like I was in the spa the other day, and I was trying to choose between like. Right. So it's like real, like, yeah. but uh, dude, I've gotten so many letters sending friends to Europe. I'm like, I think I actually want to go to Europe. Yeah, but I, you have a job though, so you <laughs> right, can't. Right, oh, that's, that's right. how that works. Yeah, that's how life works. Yeah, <laughs> right, but right. I, the, the right. questions are going to be like, I can't believe someone would try to raise this amount of money. Or like, yeah, no, yeah, that, it's yeah, uh, they need the Lord yeah, in Aruba. Exactly. Like, yeah, I know. Papa Roach. Papa Roach. Uh, P.O.D. Oh, of course, hundred percent. Blink one eighty two. Max P.X. Uh, no. no. Reliant K. A little Ooh. safer. Okay, that's that's a little uh, wait, hold on. What is the first? Blink-182. Uh, okay. But we're not... Reliant we're talking K radio. We're talking yeah, radio yeah. Blink-82. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Blink... All right, yeah, that makes Reliant sense. Reliant K. Last one. Last one. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Oh. The Christian alternative. That's like Stave Saker or something like that. Skillet. skillet. Oh, Skillet. Yeah, Skillet. Skillet. 
Yeah, I, I, can I just say this? If you if, if you became if you were like if you were someone who came to like you're like okay I'm embracing this Christianity thing and I was like a huge Nine Inch Nails fan yeah and then they're like this Christianity changed my life I'm on this right path and someone's like sweet now all you gotta do is switch over from Nine Inch Nails to Skillet I think I immediately renounced the faith <laughs> no, actually now no, actually now that I think about it I oh. think I'm good oh I, I didn't realize good. there was a soundtrack yeah. involved yeah, I didn't realize I had to listen to Skillet. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, moving the show along, it's time for an hour in our look back at what Love happened uh, this week in culture and entertainment. It's time for In Case You Missed It. Hey, in case you missed it, this week, Kendrick Lamar came out and he said that he thinks modern preaching has gotten too watered down. Uh, he was on the hip hop review site DJ Booth. They actually posted an analysis of Chance the Rapper and Kendrick's perspectives on God, and then he engaged the site and then um, uh, ended up doing an interview and then extended email to the site in response. Uh, Kendrick dug deep into his thoughts on the fear of God and his beliefs that church preaching waters down conversations about righteousness. He wrote, uh, I went to a local church some time ago and it appalled me that the same program was in practice, a program that I seen as a kid the few times I was in service, praise, dance, worship, which is beautiful. Pastor spewing the idea of someone's season is approaching, the idea of hope. He then seems to suggest that this modern preaching style is missing something. He says, uh, as, as a child, I always felt this sermon had an emptiness about it, kind of one-sided is what I felt in my heart. Fast forward, after being heavily... Uh, in my studies these past few years, I've finally figured out why I left those services feeling spiritually unsatisfied as a kid. I discovered more truth, but simple truth. Our God is a loving God. Yes, he's a merciful God. Yes, but he's even more so a God of discipline, uh, obedience, a jealous God. He added the wages of sin is death. It shall be corrected as a community. We was taught to pray for our mishaps and he'll forgive you. Yes, this is true, but he will also reprimand us as well. As a child, I can't recall hearing this in service. Maybe leaders of the church knew it will run off churchgoers. Wow. He sounds like a fun guy Andrew. to hang with. <laughs> Pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super fun. But I mean, that's interesting that he's saying like, like this kind of easy, accessible, happy Christianity isn't, isn't representative of the gospel. I mean, I don't think I disagree with any of it. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm okay with the Old Testament. I'm okay with the New Testament. Yeah, Good. Well, that's, let's talk about it all. It's funny because like uh, Kendrick or like uh, Chance the Rapper or like all these people that like, like I don't know when like like three weeks ago, ever all Christians were like Chance the Rapper. We're, we're with him now because he did like he did something. He like said like on the Easter, Chris Tomlin. Yeah. yeah, and then so we're like we're with him, but like his new Justin Bieber song, yeah. he says like yeah words he's, that he's are got a couple words yeah so then now mm-hmm. we're all gonna be like get him out but like i don't think chance the rapper cares yeah right yeah. Or, i don't think kendrick lamar like us as christians we build these people up right and then like we, oh he's with us and then we crush him right and then we're like what yeah. like because like i i i honestly think that tim tebow would still be playing football right now if it wasn't for us destroying him Really? A hundred percent. Not his inability, his bad throwing motion. No. That, <laughs> <laughs> okay, because he's a, he's a, there's 70 whatever people on a roster, and what you want from a, a backup quarterback right. is a guy that's going to come in and mimic the uh, just same right. playbook, right? right. Carry the same playbook, do all that stuff, and as a champion, as a leader, as a winner, he proved mm-hmm. all that. But there's too much... When Tim Tebow, yeah. you sign him, it there's overshadows. two shadows. Yeah. yeah, and, they, yeah. and that's like not circus, what that's yeah. not what it's about. The team, and so, but that's us. I think we mm. destroy. Like if the guy wants to play football, it, like dude, Tim, he comes to he comes to uh, Judas Church sometimes, mm-hmm. and he's out. And there's like I made a joke about it on Snapchat, and everybody re- destroyed me for it. It's like, hey, 
I, I just had a the big bit about how Christian ladies stop saying you're dating Jesus. He is so far out of your league. <laughs> like he's multiplying bread and fish. You can't even cook toast. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. get out of here. Yeah. You want to go on a date with he? That was so like right. everybody thinks just because he's Christian, you're Christian. Girls honestly think they're going to date Tim Tebow and marry Tim Tebow. Right. Interesting. That what I what I hate about that is is as soon as Tim Tebow gets spotted with a beer. Get him out. I know. Get yeah. him out. Yeah. And I think in like uh, the Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yeah. So like that last week they had a, like a lawsuit or like a uh, something fraud, something or whatever. And that's not really a sin Christians care about. So like male. Yeah. Like, Gl- gluttony we're yeah. good with. Yeah. Uh, fraud <laughs> tax, we're okay tax with. Tax evasion 100%. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's the government. That's not the Lord. But well, then everybody's like, just I just want this to go away. Like Chip and Joanna, they were our hope. Like our, what? Is your faith in Chip and Joanna get like, <laughs> Oh, if they yeah. did. Chip and Jojo. Well, but to that end, like Jen Hatmaker last week. Same example. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, she just get her got, out. She just get gets her out. Right. right. Rob yeah. Bell. We yeah. have to we, get him out. We were talking with people on Twitter. And yeah, get like, him out. They yeah. were like, why do you always have to preface it? Because. Yeah. Because people are going to be but who up built, in arms. But listen, we build them up mm-hmm. to be. I think every headline everywhere should be like human being does human things. Thing. Right. Yeah. In case you missed it, uh, this week, Stephen Colbert had Jesus on, I did air quotes, uh, to give a TED Talk. So the <laughs> annual TED conference happened last week, and post, Pope Francis surprised the attendees and the internet by filming his own inspirational talk for the event. But uh, late show host, uh, host Stephen Colbert decided to one-up the pontiff uh, by having another religious figure on the show, Jesus. Here's the clip. The truth is, religious figures actually have a long history of giving TED Talks. Jim? Ladies and gentlemen. I come to you today as a simple carpenter who also happens to be the son of God. But I didn't get here today through nepotism. No, I got where I am today because of a few simple systems I've developed. First up, we've all been there, right? All you got is a few loaves and a couple fishes, right? And you have to feed a crowd of thousands. But what if I told you that you can do it? No, I, I know what you're thinking. Jeez, me? No, jeez, us. <laughs> Thank you. Now, ordinarily, someone slaps your cheek. What do we do? We want to slap them back, right? But we've been testing a pilot program where you turn the other cheek. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, this week, Sufjan Stevens and Gallant covered Hotline Bling. So Sufjan released an audiovisual live version of his album, Carrie and Lowell, last week. Or is it Lowell? Lowell. Lowell. I think it's Lowell. I don't know anybody by that name, so I, I, you know, I, I wasn't know. judging you. I was just ta- ask, answering I was your judging. question. I was yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Anyway, there was a bonus track of him and Gallant covering uh, the hit Drake song. Here's a clip. Well, that, that was just like hipster, just Nirvana right there. But, I, but I if actually, you listen that to all the boxes, if you like Sufjan Stevens and Gallant, you should listen to. Uh, yeah. I don't know who, who that <laughs> would be. Hotline I think Sufjan like Stevens. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you it's kind of a sixpence situation with yeah. him. That's right. Yeah. If you like sixpence, you like, like Sufjan Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. Like there you go. <laughs> 
in case you missed it, Netflix is adding more trigger warnings to its controversial series, 13 Reasons Why. Mm. After mental health experts uh, expressed concerns about the controversial hit series, uh, which is centered on a teenager's suicide, the network has said it will add more warning messages throughout the show. Currently, the series features warnings before two particularly violent episodes and a short special about mental health after the finale, but it will, uh, quote, strengthen the messaging and resource language throughout. The show has been so controversial that New Zealand requires adult supervision for viewers under the age of 18, and Canada has even banned it from being discussed in several schools. In a piece that he wrote this week about the show, Tarite Love and Arms founder Jamie Torkowski said, uh, while we wish that the creators of 13 Reasons Why would have been more careful in how they chose to tell the story, we're thankful for the good that's coming as a result of this story being told. We're glad people are talking about mental health and suicide. As folks around the world continue to debate and discuss this fictional story, we hope you'll remember that your true story is truly important. And uh, you can read more about more of that at relevantmagazine.com. I haven't seen it. Is yeah. it like a comedy? Oh, no. No, it's I like know. a... Oh. <laughs> okay. See, we're trying to be serious. Thanks a lot, Eddie. Those things are bringing the show down. Yeah. Tr- trigger warning. Eddie's about to tell on a very offensive joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do it for In Case You Missed It. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. I said I'm geek and I'm fired up. All I want tonight is just keep high All I want is, all I want is Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty Tenfold, no switching sides Feel something wrong You acting shifty, you don't buy With me no more I need loyalty, loyalty, loyalty Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty you're listening to Loyalty featuring Rihanna. That is Kendrick Lamar. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Bleachers with Don't Take the Money. Uh, it's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? So uh, as a lot of listeners uh, to this show know, you know, one thing I'm like super against is, is completely arbitrary laws. Like yes. I think we, you know, we, we have the segment Outlaw Hero yeah. where I try to spotlight, you know, things in the criminal justice system that are completely bogus and outrageous. Well, I want to I wanted to talk about a story that I came across this week of a kid who is now facing charges because he took part in an internet prank, which I don't even think that is, is is that big of a deal, and he filmed himself doing it, loaded it online, and now he may face charges because he jumped into the big tank of bass at a Bass Pro Shop. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, okay. well, that's legendary. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's next level. Okay, let me explain my logic Did, here. Was he wearing like scuba gear or anything? No, no. He just was like in shorts and a t-shirt. Okay. He, he dove in there and he swam with a bass. Legend. Which, okay, here's my... I got a couple issues with this because <laughs> he's only dude. facing charges if it comes out that any of the bass were hurt. So oh, if they find out that this prank hurt the bass... They're all half dead anyhow. It doesn't look like an area But here's my, here's my thing. The entire business model of Bass Pro Shop is predicated on hurting bass. It's a store that sells nothing but tools to hurt bass. <laughs> That's okay? great. Well That's done. That's all they sell. Well done. Let's shut down the show. That's the end of the show. That was just a great Fantastic point. take. Yeah. Because, because here's the thing. Like, you're telling me the police, you're going to face charges only if one of these bass hurt when I'm in a, I am in a shop of bass murder yeah. weapons. Right. Right. Murder weapons. Look, I'm not... I'm, I'm for I'm not for bass cruelty. I'm not coming out on either side of this. Right. I just think there needs to be consistency in the law and logic here. The other thing too is like 
you know, I've seen Blackfish in like the whole SeaWorld thing, and I get like there's some like an ethical thing there. Nah. But we're dealing with we're dealing with animals with tiny bass brains here. Yeah, <laughs> well, they were good. It's not like whales are doing math. They're fine yeah, too. Right. Nobody cares. Exactly. They're not they're not out like speaking to each other in like a cool language we don't understand. Like oh, yeah, these these true. are bass. And, and my my other big issue with this too is like this is happening all the, evidently this is like a thing at Bass Pro Shops now. Other teenagers are doing this prank risking the lives of bass every second of this dude everything in me just wants to see it happen (laughs) okay but he but here's the thing here's the thing like why doesn't bass pro shop just lean into this Right, like, 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 charge yeah. like Sea World, where you can swim with the swim dolphins. Swim with the bass. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a bass. redneck Sea World with no ethical qualms. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a lot less cruel. Look, look, here's the thing. It's a, a lot less cruel yeah. than me hooking up one in the face, <laughs> pulling true. it out of the water by its mouth, and like waving it around, making a photo and throwing with it, it back and throwing yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And true. in that scenario, like the bass went through all of that. Like went through the worst torture. Like if something happened like that to you. Like if you yeah. bit into a slice of pizza, got a hook in the face, <laughs> and then were yanked along by some, you know, yeah. to do it on in a car. Yeah, <laughs> the least you could, the least you would want in that situation is like. Well, I got the pizza. Like, I did get the you know, pizza. I got a yeah. slice of pizza out of the deal. Like that was terrible. Probably the worst thing that's yeah. ever happened to me in my yeah. life. Something that I didn't know was even a possibility right. to happen to me. Or they right. give but you I the got whole pizza. pizza. Yeah, they yeah. give you the whole pizza. Right. Yeah. Here's the. But, yeah, sorry for that. Yeah, yeah, but with the bass, it's a rubber lure. It was a trick all along. You don't even get the worm here. So, so my thing is, ba- Bass Pro Shop, lean into this trend. Lean like, in, honestly, yeah. if, the, if they were like, hey, man, you can go to Bass Pro Shop and go swim with them bass. Yeah. Yeah, because think I about it. Think so a lot of Bass Pro Shops are not in the areas where there's, like, water parks around. So, I mean, Maybe, this is yeah. really like a, a redneck outing. This is, a, yeah. this is like a like mecca. Family afternoon yeah. trip down to the Bass Pro Shop, Why bring your you? towels. I, I think this is like a disruption to the bass that's industry. Clan. That's what fantastic. Yeah. That's like I, going to SeaWorld and like peeing in like Tillicum's pool. Like <laughs> you're hurting, hurting him. It's like, I think you guys started <laughs> with the hurting. I, yeah, I don't right. think my part. Before we start done, p- pointing fingers right. here, may I note that you're selling a hook with like six barbs on it <laughs> right. meant to like, you know, trail a bass's yeah, yeah. throat. Okay? Tillicum never did anything out of character. No, he, he has never, been a really yeah. consistent he's whale. Done, he's done his job. Yeah. He's a killer yeah. whale. All right. They're, our po- they're actually our sponsor this week. Sea right. So maybe we should. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what do you have, Eddie? Um, well, I just the, I came across this uh, this slice and this the retentive side of me doesn't know if I like love this idea mm. or think it's the worst idea ever. I wanted to get your take on it. There is a new travel travel company called Pack Up and Go. Okay, okay. and uh, you know, like any travel company, they do all the arrangements for you, book flights, hotels. Except there's a kick with this. You pay for it. A large hook in your pizza. That that is the thing. Um, They will, (laughs) you fill out a small questionnaire. Like, what are you looking for? Like, I'm looking for adventure. I'm looking to just relax, right? You kind of look. You don't know where you're going on the trip. So they they say to you, pack two bathing suits, whatever. You just go to the airport and you get your entire itinerary. It's a three-day, two-night trip somewhere within three hours of you. And that's the the whole deal. That is the entire model of their business. I just sent out uh, fundraising emails to my friends trying to raise money so I could go on one of those. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be the new one is people fundraising to go to Cuba. Right? Yeah. Don't you feel like people are going to be like wanting to get down there to yeah. the islands? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't want to go. That's to- crazy. So, so pack, pack up and go. You so Literally. do you know like what kind of attire to bring? 
Yeah, I think they tell you don't bring a tuxedo, do bring yeah. a bathing suit. Okay. You know the general. Yeah, you know. I, I want to Eddie. I want to get a job at this company yeah. and like be like, hey man, I'm really yeah, passionate right. about your vision here. This is such a cool I like startup. This. Yeah, right. And book like four of the worst vacations of all time. <laughs> right. Ever. Like you go down to the Bass Pro Shop is <laughs> yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one is like a trip to Trenton to go to New Jersey's last Bennigan's before. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're just it's a culinary <laughs> tour of New Jersey. <laughs> right. So yeah. you're a yeah. foodie. So it's illegally the health department is shutting this down yeah. in, in like two weeks. I right. mean. Managers, the manager's kind of off the grid right now. You're staying at some family's house that just needs like a sitter for two or three days. So you're just watching. Pack a fanny pack and a Tommy Bahama shirt. We're not going to tell you what's happening. (laughs) No pants. None underlined. Why do I need a clown suit for this? So part of me loves it and just wants to try it. Part, I don't think I can handle it. How much is it? Is it like, I mean, no, like, they didn't say prices, but it's supposed to be priced relatively millennially. So you can somewhat handle it. Yeah. Right. That's or millennial crazy. pricing. Millennial, yeah. millennial yeah. pricing. <laughs> right. All right. Which and, means you ask your parents. And uh, bring in a slice this week, Mr. John Chris. Guest slice. Whatever I fa- fashionably, I don't know if I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the front end of things, but only because, so I wear like all kinds of different things. And somebody sent me a, a, article a buzzfeed article Mm -hmm. and it was like one of those like 10 things guys should stop wearing right Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) it was like cargo shorts yeah camo shorts crocs uh socks with sandals braided belts and all these type of things yeah i'm okay with all that basically Uh, well i'm well (laughs) i'm not okay with that because the the people producing the ideas are like i know these kids they're like 22 year old like Beverly Hills entitled like why are you letting them tell you that's a great point (laughs) and what 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 crushes in like Montgomery Alabama is not going to work in Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. so if you wore what they told you to wear right in Huntsville, Alabama, you would get destroyed. Right. Like Crocs are probably awesome down there, right. mm-hmm. and they are fairly comfortable. Um, very, uh, very efficient. Yeah, you can slip. They're not like squeaky off. rubber. Yeah, no, no they're lovely. lovely. And, and John, here's a point that I brought up on this podcast several times. In some parts of this country, if a man is wearing a tucked-in T-shirt yes. and also has a cell phone belt clip, man. You know that person has some authority in whatever he does. He's not putting with any shenanigans. That person is a medical professional. Yeah. Hey, you think <laughs> the guy with the tucked-in T-shirt and a cell phone belt clip that like a gun yeah. holster? Do you he's think a, he's going to put up with any no, mess from dude, anyone? Absolutely Don't even not, try dude. it. Yeah. Bring out st- your mod sticks, not how hot, and he'll send them right back. He's a student of the law. That he sends out a message right away that like this guy is not put. This is 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 a perfectionist he doesn't have time or patience for anything right imagine reading that article going to your closet and throwing things out that you like because a 22 year old kid in la told you it was not cool anymore imagine living like that right right you're like oh so i rock all rock the crocs and the camo cargo shorts all the time just to spite do you really? Yes, because I'm just angry at the, the. They are not in charge of what is cool. You know what they don't think about with cargo shorts, though. What I wear glasses. Yeah. So when I'm wearing sunglasses, yep. I have to put these somewhere. Yeah, you can't put them in the front pocket. No, because you can't put them in the back pocket. No, those are already all reserved. Yeah. Back right pocket is the only open one. I'm going to yep. sit on that. Going to sit on that. That cargo short pocket. Boom. <laughs> 
There. Answer me that. But, 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 that but they don't take account, too. Here's what those <laughs> listicles don't take account, too, List. is free birds. Yep. People out there setting their own style. Cameron, we have talked about this one time at length, and <laughs> I know he's a friend of the, the magazine, and I don't care if he knows. But there's, there's a man that... It's Rob Bell, and his collar game makes no sense. He has gone through at different periods in his career full turtleneck collars, mm-hmm. mock turtlenecks, weird open stuff. You know, if weird- you if you could do a Google image search for Rob Bell and just collar look game. through the collars, it You're is like, a, it is going? A, it's a journey, I, and I think it represents his theology at the time. I watched his latest uh, book trailer this week. He's got yeah. a new book coming out. Two different ones. Neither of the collards. I didn't even know they made shirts like that. <laughs> like they, 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 it was like a half button down, but extra wide, a little low. It was like a double sized neck hole. It was just a different level. You, my, my point is this: a BuzzFeed <laughs> listicle about fashion trends isn't going to have that. Isn't going to have gonna the people d- yep. that are out there setting their own lane. Right. You know, <laughs> right? That he doesn't follow. Maybe he doesn't follow the rule. Like maybe he doesn't follow the Coachella. Yeah, rules. Maybe he just right. doesn't care. Maybe he just yeah. not, like, and then, then, but that's what they can't stand. Is right. they're like, what? You don't. You're just you find yourself you're shopping at the Best Pro Shop. You're it's a yep. little warm. The AC's not kicking like you thought it would. That looks nice and refreshing over there. Yep. You're, yeah. These people are just going to go in and take a dip. They're, they are they're free. They they think for themselves is what we're saying. Buzzfeed says yeah. you cannot take a dip, but they didn't read the article. No, they're right. just like yeah. no. I'm gonna, yeah. And, and it, well, I see and a the pool law of refreshing is so water. arbitrary. What do you mean if I heard a bass, then it's a crime? <laughs> like I'm telling you, if I'm standing with my kids, I'm in, a, I'm in a I'm in a, I'm in a warehouse of bass murder gear. <laughs> how, and how do you know if they're hurt? Do, you, do they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you have a they bass doctor come in? They just look sad. <laughs> they're a fairly yeah. binary animal. Yeah. Either they're alive or dead. Yeah, they're floating upside down or they're floating right side up. I mean, that's it. They're fine or they're dead. Yeah. Is this bass happy? He's with 5,000 other bass in a 20-gallon tank. I don't, yeah. I don't think he's happy. No, and he was born if in anything, I put him out of his misery. The, world. the worst is they can see out. I wonder what that's like out there. It was yeah. probably the best day of those bass's life because something different happened. Every day for those bass is the same. Right? Literally, those bass right now, in their own Timlicum language, are like, dude, today is so freaking... You know what I did today? What'd you do to Frank? Uh, uh, I'll tell you what I did, Joe. I swam in a circle 8,000 times in a tank. Remember that one awesome day where a dude jumped a in here for a minute? Kid, he was wearing Crocs, remember? Yeah, and that, those cargo yeah, pants. Yeah. I almost got in one of the, the, yeah. the pockets. I hope that happens tomorrow is yeah. what everyone is saying for yeah. sure. I mean, it's it, it was a real Great bummer point. for Sam because he was mortally injured. But, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, it's the first time they ever feel alive. Get this guy on the podcast. Yeah. Can you get him on? Oh, yeah, he'll be yeah, out here yeah. episode oh, yeah. three. actually in your spot next Okay. <laughs> I'm going to set up a legal. I'm going to set up a GoFundMe to get his legal fund because this is just absurd. Well, while you're at it, throw a little tip, a little extra on your GoFundMe to go on one of those three day trips that oh, Eddie man. was talking Hilarious. about. You know? yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned. Up next, Antoinette Robertson joins us. Listening to Joy Wave song is "It's a Trip." It would be a trip on a Joy Wave. <laughs> Antoinette Robertson is one of the stars of the new Netflix series "Dear White People." 
a satirical comedy set in the world of higher education that explores race, political correctness, and how to have conversations about pressing social issues. We recently spoke with Antoinette about the controversial nature of the show, uh, what she learned from being a part of it, and why it's so important to engage with difficult conversations about race. Here is Antoinette Robertson. One thing that I really appreciated about the original film and, you know, the directions of the stuff I've seen from the show is totally it, 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 it it's able to breach these conversations with with humor and, and a degree of wit. Do you feel like those elements uh, like provide a way to have these conversations in a more disarming way for people that may otherwise be uncomfortable with them? Yes, I feel like the use of humor and wit um, with this project is, is going to be, they're going to make you laugh in one moment and then 10 seconds later you're going to have an introspective moment and say, oh my God, could I have possibly made someone feel like that? And then we start to have these uncomfortable conversations because you might have insight into how someone might have possibly felt because the way that it's shot from like a, a point of view perspective with all the individual characters you, you get in you get a feel for how it's like to be in their world and and how these things have affected them and subsequently you may not even notice after chuckling at a joke that it hits you in a way that you didn't anticipate, and, and it's definitely going to inspire, com- definitely going to inspire um, conversations that lead to better understanding. I was wondering, on a personal level, after being a part of this, uh, you know, production for so long, how were your ideas about race and, and some of these social issues um, that uh, you know are dealt with in the show challenged, but also informed by working on the show? One particular thing um, that I felt like I, I went further in depth with would be like the colors and issues within our race um, and how it's possible as a black woman within my race to not necessarily feel accepted by members of my own race, given that, and, and this is in terms of my character, her perspective, in terms of her thought process about assimilation um, as a means of survival um, to be successful in the corporate world. Um, I've had instances where people have told me that my natural hair did not look professional. And my thought process about that has always been, how can you... How can how can you tell me that I need to straighten my hair to look more professional when my hair naturally grows out of my head this way? And how is that unacceptable in and of itself? So seeing her struggle with uh, Eurocentric ideals of beauty and um, and and being judged for choosing um, to to conform, I want to say to a degree to how society views beauty and or, you know, how you believe success is attained. Um, there were definitely things that made me take a moment and 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 have an introspective, like a, a little heart to heart with myself and say, wait, hold on. Are there things that I've done um, specifically because it might make my life easier in terms of conforming? And if so, why not be bold and brave enough to really reveal to my, reveal to the world who I am in every in every 
capacity instead of instead of covering myself up to be accepted. So I definitely had a, a couple of moments where I I know personally I have a tendency to maybe dim my light in certain instances to make people feel more comfortable, if that makes sense. And or, or, or to be accepted and I know we're all going through like this path of like self discovery and figuring out who we are and and our place in this world. So I I that definitely was something that, that, that made me kind of like check myself I want to say like wait hey why do you why do you do that and if someone doesn't really accept you for who you fully are then that person isn't meant to be in your life and and that's okay Well, well, tell me a little bit about uh, Coco Connor, your character. Maybe for people that haven't seen the film or are coming into the show, uh, uh, you know, without any, um, you know, kind of preconceived ideas about the, the the plot or the characters. Tell me about Coco's background and why you liked playing her as a character. So, um, Coco Connors uh, is from Chicago. Um, she got plucked out of bad circumstances by a sponsor, I want to say, and has attended the best schools and now uh, an Ivy League university. She's an economics major with her eyes set on the White House. Um, her focus has always been climbing the corporate ladder and being the best she can at everything. She's unapologetically ambitious and wants to take over the world, essentially. Um, that's Coco from, that's her resume. Um, but Coco to me has always been that underrepresented, misunderstood girl who being assertive has always been misconstrued as being aggressive. That girl who knew what she wanted, um, who's been mislabeled and misunderstood because of stereotypical labels um, that black women have a tendency to get um, unrightfully labeled as. Essentially, she's, she's, she's a sweet, vulnerable, beautiful human being that needs to have a harder exterior as protection. And what I love about her is, is through the course of the season, we, we slowly see the layers get pulled back and we start to see the cracks in in this, this, this barrier that she has between her and the world. And you start to fall in love with that, that, those, that vulnerability and that beauty of her just kind of relaxing and, and allowing herself to be uniquely who she should be and, and not really caring about what the world thinks about her. What, one cool thing about the early buzz of the show and being on Netflix is it's going to be exposed to a huge but also really diverse audience. For people that are coming uh, to the show from a diverse set of backgrounds that maybe uh, don't have the same personal experiences as some of the characters, what do you hope that they will take away from the show after watching Dear White People? I hope they take away the universal theme that we're all continuing to discover who we are, regardless of, of where we come from or where we aspire to be, and that we're all struggling with our own identity and trying to figure out who we are versus who the world wants us to be, and that we should be more tolerant and more understanding of one another and more ca compassionate towards one another. That's what I hope they take from it. 
That was Antoinette Robertson. Stay tuned. Up next, a preview of the Sean Aniquist podcast. listening to LCD Sound System. The song is Call the Police. Well, if you listened to the podcast in the last few weeks, you heard the exciting news about the launch of the Relevant Podcast Network. We're not going to be doing a network of a thousand new shows. We're doing a curated uh, selection of shows with different uh, thinkers and leaders that are that we want to hear. They need a podcast and we're going to help them do it. And so we're partnering with some amazing uh, people to roll out shows and it's not going to be like uh, coming out the gate with 50 or 10 shows. We're going to start with one and then we'll put another one and then add another one. And throughout the year, progressively, we will continue to add shows to the relevant podcast network. You can find them all, both the ones that are uh, you know active. You can find the past seasons of shows and you can find upcoming shows at the redesigned relevantmagazine.com podcast section. So our very first show, uh, it, it just made total sense that we would kick it, kick everything off with Sean and Equist. Uh, the Sean and Equist podcast uh, will be premiering Monday, May 8th. If you go over, if you hear this a few days before, because this podcast comes out a few days before that, uh, if you go over to iTunes, uh, we have a trailer essentially up of Shauna previewing the series and, and her heart behind it. And it's gonna be really exciting. You can subscribe now. And then obviously, if you hear this after Monday, uh, this first episode will be up there. Uh, it's some of the guests, what it's going to be is uh, uh, conversations that she's going to have with some amazing people. Uh, go listen to the trailer to hear uh, some of her ideas for the show. But some of the people that will be joining her uh, in this first season, uh, Brene Brown, uh, her dad, Bill Hybels. Can you imagine sitting down and yeah. uh, interviewing your dad who happens to be Bill There are Bill a thousand Hybels. reasons I can't imagine that. <laughs> uh, Jen Hatmaker, uh, uh, Maria Goff, uh, Andy Ooh. Crouch, and others. Uh, the first episode, everything kicks off with a conversation that she has with Tish Oxenreiter. Uh, she's a very popular author and speaker. She's the author of a new book called At Home in the World, uh, Reflections on Belonging While Wandering the Globe. She's also creator of the po- popular site, The Art of Simple. Oh. Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's been featured on like NPR and CNN, HGTV. Yeah. You keep that liberal media to yourself. <laughs> uh, sorry. I, I don't mean by, by giving her, saying that she's endorsed by the lamestream media. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. yeah. That wasn't to take away her credibility. <laughs> so, uh, kicking everything off, uh, the first episode of Sean and Equist podcast and, and the debut of the Relevant Podcast Network. Here's part of episode one Sean and Equist talking with Tish Oxenreiter.
Hey, this is Shauna Nequist, and I am so excited about this new podcast. When we got together, when I connected with the Relevant team, we talked about what this was going to be. What I am really excited about is this is essentially my opportunity to spend a little time with and learn from people in my life that I respect and admire and am tremendously interested in. And if you know me, you know that one of the things I'm always doing is saying, wait a minute, so-and-so, do you know so-and-so? Oh my gosh, you guys have to connect. You have so much in common or you've shared this life experience or you're excited about this same thing. I love introducing people um, and connecting them to one another. And so that's what this is. This is a chance for you to get to know some people that I'm really interested in. I want you to hear their stories. I want you to learn from them because I'm learning from them. They're the people that I'm watching, that I'm interested in, that I'm learning from. And then in every episode, again, if you know me well, you know that uh, I always want to know what people are reading and what people are eating. So if we sit next to each other at a dinner or if we are like you know, picking out produce at Trader Joe's or if I encounter you anywhere in the world, I'm going to ask, what are you eating? What's your favorite recipe? What do you always order at a restaurant? Or I'm going to talk to you about books. What are you reading? What book have you given away several times? What excited you in the book world this year? What story really captured you? What was your favorite book as a child? Those are questions that I find really, really interesting. So people that I'm learning from that are inspiring to me. And then in every episode at the end, we'll spend a couple minutes talking about what they're eating and what they're reading, because that's always really interesting to me as well. So I hope you'll join us. We'll do, I think, eight episodes with people that I think are fascinating. And then you'll always walk away with a couple book recommendations and a couple new ideas about what to eat. I hope you join us. You have a really interesting life and you've had an interesting life for a long time. Like since I've been reading your stuff and since we've been friends, you've done all sorts of kind of interesting, unusual things. I, I would say you have a, a creative, brave, interesting life. And um, that's been true for a long time. But especially this last adventure is the thing I most want to talk about. So why don't you just start uh, with like a, a little description of the trip and then I have all sorts of questions about it. Okay. Well, my husband Kyle and I had always wanted to travel around the world with our kids ever since we lived overseas. So for the 2014-15 school year, we took our three kids who at the time when we started were nine, six, and four, so still young. And we all wore one backpack each. And for a school year, we traveled in one direction. So we started in Asia and ended up in Europe and then hopped back to the US. And that is the the 10 peso version with many more stories in between. That was just a taste oh, of man. the Shauna Nyquist podcast. Can't wait. I love Shauna. Yeah, I've been on, I've been a guest on her show, except it was just when we were at dinner together <laughs> and you just sit there and Shauna's one of those people that's like, Tell me about the experience of your daughters coming home. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. that is the best question you've ever had. <laughs> like, and she'll just like, she stares at yeah. you and she's just like, there's yeah. great food around and she like gets into your soul. The fact that she has a podcast is like, oh, perfect. Cause yeah. that's just her default. That's who she is. She's well, an inquisitive, caring person. When we, when we literally for the last couple of years have been thinking about uh, expanding out and helping create new shows, 
all we've been doing is who do we want to listen to? I mean, it's not like who can we make money with or who, who could be super successful? Who do we want to listen to? And our first answer was ourselves, (laughs) which is why we made this. (laughs) But really it was like, I want to be a fly on the wall with some of these conversations that Shauna has with, with these amazing people about, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, relationships and purpose and family and faith and life. And, uh, she, she gets into places in these conversations that it's just truly compelling. Mm. Um, before we move the show along and it's time, you know, for, for feedback, um, I want to say next week after the week after, uh, Shauna, we are debuting a podcast with propaganda and his wife, Alma. It's called the Mm -hmm. red couch podcast. And it is, um, going to be fascinating Just stay tuned next week on this show. We're going to give you a preview of that as well. But if you want to go find it on iTunes, prop also did a trailer preview. It's called the red couch podcast with propaganda and Alma. And his wife is a university professor. Uh, Prop is an activist, a rapper. I mean, it's a fascinating worldview that they have. And uh, we're going to be flies on the wall with some of their conversations. Do they actually have a red couch? Literally, the entire yeah, thing is reco- recorded on their red couch. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, and then after that, some other exciting shows coming up. Hmm. hmm. This is. <laughs> the, uh, we're, we are partnering with Eddie and yeah. IJM on the new activist podcast. How about that? I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. I am. It is jokes aside. It is a huge privilege and I cannot wait to talk about it more as the weeks yeah. go. Yeah. So later that'll be debuting later in May and then, uh, we will in June, I believe be rolling out a podcast of like long form conversations and interviews with some really compelling, uh, people. And then, uh, we are working on a music and culture podcast. We're working on a sports podcast. I will, will, I will just to be clear, I will not be a part of that. You will not, I'll tell you this, <laughs> that one will be debuting in the fall because that's when sports gets good again. Cause who cares about baseball season? Yeah, right? man, I keep and, trying. Uh, <laughs> I keep, I watched a Rays game the other day and I was like, I will, uh, I was I like, I watched them lose to Toronto, this like the worst team in the country. I was like, all oh, right, I I'm out. I I, I, uh, I I'm excited about that show in particular. I won't. I also will not be on that one. Um, but we not only will have some amazingly funny people hosting it, but we will have an actual NFL athlete on the cast as well. Uh, so expert stuff and really really funny stuff. I can't wait because the- and what's what's funniest about it is yeah. that Shauna is the one who helped put the cast together. Yeah. Shauna yes. said, I don't like sports at all but i would listen to these people talk about sports and we had like lunch with the person who's going yeah. to be i'm i'm trying not to give too much away but yeah. we were both like huh i would totally listen to this, this guy, guy yeah. is really yeah i will say of all these shows i think what's most exciting to me about the relevant podcast network is it's like this that there's pieces to people's personalities who we've had these long relationships with who you're going to get to see other parts of it. Like we've gotten pieces of Shauna, but now it's like, Oh, an hour and prop who has been on the show and it's just been wonderful. Like, I've wanted to hear more from him. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. This is cool. Yeah. I like this. I mean, they, there was a point yesterday where Cameron and I were talking in a meeting about, you know, podcasts, content ideas. And I think literally both of us were getting like physically excited. Like, well, what if this, what if this, what if, I mean, this is a really cool thing that I think not only has us creatively jazz, but has us excited for what is in store for like the audience. There you go. Uh, you can follow along at, at, at our website, realmagazine.com. The podcast section is where we will keep updating and, and yeah. talking about upcoming shows and all that kind of stuff. And all the archives will be there as well. And obviously, you can subscribe at iTunes. So go check that out. Uh, yeah. It's free. So I don't, I don't feel bad promoting it because I'm not trying to sell you anything. 
Just we, sh- we should talk about that at some point. Amazing I feel, like, content. I feel like maybe you could put up a little paywall and make, <laughs> make a little bit. I'm just thinking about Cohen. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you're going to be fine. Support Cohen. Listen to Shauna's podcast. <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. Up next, your feedback. At some point in our lives, we all must answer the questions. Who am I? What do I truly believe? In the new book, English Lessons, Andrea Locato takes us through the roads of England and the paths of the soul. Here, she explores the journeys of a changing faith and an unchanging God, and why growing up starts with realizing just how small we are. Learn more at andrealocato.com. Try your best to reassure me I was impatient to meet you I'm out to meet You're listening to I'm The XX. The song is Say Something Loving. Okay, it's time for your feedback. Uh, last week, we had a good one. Uh, we For the question of the week, we asked you uh, to tell us your most bold or maybe most embarrassing fashion decision. We, <laughs> we've all, we've all, you know, talking about fashion earlier in slices, even, um, you know, we've all been through those phases where we're just going to step out there and try something new, shake it up. You guys hit us up on Twitter at relevant podcast. You also posted um, on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Here's a few of our favorites. Joseph said, <laughs> Joseph says chain mail that I made myself. <gasps> chain mail belt, chain mail wrist cuff, oh, chain mail oh, guitar man. strap. He also adds oh, this, thanks. and I apologize, John. He also adds, I was homeschooled. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Definitely like, into the medieval. That was a low, that was a low blow. Yeah. I, I like how you like people think I'm gonna be hurt by that. Oh guys, oh. come on. If you talk about anything else, but that's where <laughs> Because I draw you knew the, already. That's where I draw the line. You're like, yeah, yeah, he's my people. Yeah. Of course he's gonna he's be He's gonna be hurt by this. Yeah. <laughs> At least you prefaced it before knocking me down, so he's, so it doesn't count. Right. Like I know yeah. Right. <laughs> uh Kiki Pounds was among several uh users that uh, <laughs> uh had Jinko on the list kiki saved up for her her pink ones uh, but there were several people that uh, also mentioned jinkos one was a mid shin length short with back pockets that went past the knee so they had to reach back awkwardly to get the wallet oh man yeah. that is awesome dude remember those oh yeah <laughs> the oh, pockets yeah. went down the long way i <laughs> yeah. forgot about yeah, you gotta you gotta <laughs> crouch down to get the thing at the bottom of the pocket <laughs> You gotta, you're, you're touching your toes almost. Uh, Kiki, uh, thankfully on Twitter, uh, uh, posted a picture of her and her yeah. pink jinkos that she saved up for. Kiki, it was great. Oh yeah, yeah. So, Serena, I like this one. Sixth grade picture day: colon. I wore a handmade vest with cows and moons on it. Also had 80s bangs. Too bad it was 1996. Oof. Okay, here's my here's oh, my man. prediction here: a handmade vest with cows and moons on it. She said it was sixth grade picture day. I my money is still homeschool here in picture day. Oh, okay. yeah. No, I'm going. Maybe she was homeschooled up through fifth grade. Mom and dad wanted to go to the Christian school in sixth grade. She right. was still acclimating. Yeah, you know, she was proud of her vest yeah, that she made yeah, the year yeah, before yeah. and wanted to show it off. She probably whittled her own pencils and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. vests sure. haven't really had a resurgence, have no. they? It's it's about time. I don't think they ever went out. 
I think those like photographers. Uh, Buzzfeed listicle I read yeah, said yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't get to wear that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eric Odom <laughs> uh, says apparently wearing one pant leg up only works if you're LL Cool J. He learned this lesson the the, the hard way. Oh, the yeah, oh yeah. yeah, or if you work at Jimmy John's, you ride a bike because that's why they do that. Because that's why that originally started. Because you don't want to get you your, ride a bicycle in the, yeah. in the bike chain. You don't want to get your jeans caught in the bike huh. chain. That's why you would roll. But you don't. The chain is only on one side of the bike. That's right. So you roll it up. <laughs> yeah, you, guys, I'm from the streets. I know this. <laughs> you wow, you are very hard. <laughs> cool. I, I had never done on me. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, there's a lot more where that comes from. Uh, you guys outdid yourselves with photos and stuff. Do yourself a favor and head over and read those. Uh, okay. So for this week's editorial question of the week. Well, okay. I think we need to update. Here's the deal. Yeah. We need to update the Christian band comparison chart. Right. Yes. I mean, I think it's imperative and I think it's our duty. Right. Uh, clearly the one that we were referencing was written 15 years ago. Right. So need we update. need conservatively, we, conservatively. <laughs> we, Sadly, it was probably written last year. Um, uh, we need a modern day Christian music comparison chart, or you could do the opposite. What John suggested right, was yeah. that if you like this Christian artist, here's a mainstream hey, yeah. artist who you should probably go that, check yeah. out. Right. Yeah. So you could either give us the Christian alternative to they can go either direction, either direction, one or the other. Mm-hmm. We'll make a chart for both. If That's you like Hillsong, then you will like who? Like, I don't know. Uh, Hillsong. Let hope rise. I don't know. I like. That's I think I just one. like you. Yeah. That was nice. Okay. That was John really Chris singing. Sorry, guys. If you like Hillsong, you'll Garbage love John Chris singing Hillsong. In your okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, or you can post your chart suggestions on the podcast episode page at RelevantMagazine.com. Uh, well, many thanks to our guests for joining us. Uh, check out Antoinette Robertson on her new show, Dear White People. It's on Netflix now. And make sure right now, this week, go and download the premiere episode of Shauna Nyquist's new podcast, uh, which is part of the Relevant Podcast Network. Uh, you can subscribe uh, on iTunes or anywhere that you uh, find podcasts. Uh, subscribe today. It's good. Uh, thanks, John, for joining us, yeah, man. man. It's, hey. a blast. it's good to be here. <laughs> go man. check yeah. out his tour dates at johnchristcomedy.com if you're not afraid of venturing to secular venues. Ooh, yeah. Lots and lots of secular venues. I mean, there, if the, there's, a, there's a, I'm doing like a week run in Vegas in, uh, in like two weeks. Really? But there will be people drinking in there. So, oh. Well, can, judge, can I just suggest people wear a chain, chain on your wallet? A lot of pictures. Yeah, I'll wear that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I would have, I would keep your cell phone under belt clip in case you need to make a call to get yeah, out. Yeah, in case people yeah. see you like, whoa, was this guy, and with the Bluetooth. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, this guy yeah. must be you can't a reach, high powered attorney. I don't got time to reach down, unclip it. No. I just got to, yeah, you get it. JohnChrisComedy.com. Hey, thanks to our show sponsor for making the episode possible. Remember, you can start your free trial today at Squarespace.com and then enter offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase. Um, The new issue of Relevant, which we told you last week, is out now. Maggie Rogers, our favorite new artist, is on the cover. We have local natives. We have uh, Pete Holmes in the issue. Uh, um, uh, Just a ton of great content. You can go view the issue online right now at RelevantMagazine.com. And um, if you like what you see, maybe subscribe. Get the magazine. I think you'll like it. There you go.
You don't have to say it like that. What? They will like it. I I'm realize just, you have I'm, to say it in a hate, way that makes you sound humble. I hate being like, hey, I don't, I'm not trying to sound humble. I just hate asking people to like buy our thing. I mean, if well, you like, like it, cool. Raising, it's not like you're raising support to go to Aruba. Yeah, I mean, you might. that's true. But well, it's like those, uh, those like meme accounts on Instagram, like mash the like button. You're like, oh, hold on. How does it work? So if we like something, we press, tell us again. How does this work? Right, right, right. So if we think this is funny, we tell other people oh. and then they, oh, okay. Start no, from the beginning. Just, all right, okay, back this up. Where so, are we so right now? Heart. <laughs> this means good. Yes. Well, wait, heart is heart is sometimes love. I tell. Yeah. How awesome. does this work? Where's the smoking hot button? I the smoking hot button. Love, love button. Send us in your pictures of your smoking hot. Just for sure, don't do that. Actually. <laughs> definitely. Like accountability filter be blown <laughs> up. Uh, on that note, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Eddie Koffold. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. My name's John Christ. We'll see you guys next week. with us on Twitter at Relevant Podcast and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check the magazine out. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes app store or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. Would you have a bass doctor come in? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.